What is fool got more comics than a motherfucker? I'm your host, Marcus. Mr. Okay, so we say that. <laughs> um, Listen, I, we have fewer issues this time than we did last only, time. So only about a few. I definitely, when we sat, we were like, oh, yeah, let's do that. I definitely thought this was six issues. Nope, it is it's, nine. It is a tight nine, which is fine. I'll, nine is easier than 12. A lot of things happen. A L- lot of things happen. It's packed. So Avengers Children's Crusade, uh, again, something we probably should have done. Before Avengers vs. X-Men. This is going to be... This episode, the Schism episode, and the AVX episode are... They're the Street Fighter 2, 3, and 4 of uh, of this podcast. Meaning, you can p- listen to them in the order that uh, that they were released. But you might get a little something out of it if you go uh, the other way around. Because if you do it's this, also- then Schism, then AVX, I think this is a more complete story. Yes, but you also get to enjoy the chaos of this is the era in which Marvel was really salty about the fact that they sold the rights to the X-Men to <sighs> avoid bankruptcy. So the X-Men and are so constantly they decided jobbing. To, <laughs> they decided to take it all take it all out on Scott Summers. <laughs> it's so funny cuz Cyclops in X-Men books is like hyper competent, but Cyclops in Avengers titles is an idiot. Listen, except in this book, Cyclops is right. I yes! about this. I will defend it later. Cyclops is fucking correct. But everyone wants to talk about how shitty Scott is the whole time. Listen, I love Wiccan. He's he's my boy. I love him to death. He's fucking wrong he's in this whole book. Incorrect. He's very incorrect yes. for nine solid <laughs> issues, but I won't get ahead of myself. Uh, so this story does lead kind of like right into Avengers vs. X-Men. This is the story that brings back the Scarlet Witch after she's been gone for a few years. Uh, this is this really sets up a lot of the tensions between the Avengers and the X-Men. Uh, like this is the direct lead-in, and so bear that in mind. Um, What's it's funny, also the, the longest. Uh, it's also the longest comic with the Young Avengers in it since their original series got canceled. The original series was in 2005, if I remember correctly, yeah. and ran for 12 issues. Then they had a couple of tie-ins in things like uh, Secret Invasion and uh, Civil War. And they have like a crossover with the Runaways. Both of those were Runaways crossovers. They had two yeah. Runaways crossovers, but they were like four issues each. And this is a solid nine issues. And I treat this as like the second volume of Young Avengers. This is yeah, this is secretly Young Avengers V two. Yeah, and then the Gillen and McKelvey one is technically Young Avengers V two, but in my mind, it's Young Avengers V three. Yeah, uh, which that's kind of that's the Young Avengers I remember liking more. That book uh, is dope because that's great. that's the one with that great joke with uh america chavez who basically replaces patriot i never thought about it until recently he absolutely replaces patriot yeah she you swap her in for for eli which is she's uh, better she is a better character than eli and i like eli, better but like she is absolutely substitute eli um but she has that great line when she's talking to kate because Kate says, mm-hmm. "Am I the only per- after uh, it's after uh, Prodigy comes out?" 
She's like, man, am I the only straight person on this team? And America looks over her shoulder at her. <laughs> and she says, honey, I've, I've seen, the seen the way you look at me, princess. You're not, You're not that, that straight. straight. <laughs> that quote has been burned into my brain since the day it came out. It's so, so slick. She like turns her head over her shoulder, smirks at her. She's like, you want me. <laughs> That's also the end of the comic. I feel like I should mention that is the <laughs> last page of Young Avengers V2. <laughs> I or forgot it's the that part. Last page. It's, it's like the very It's like one of the last things that happens, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, love the Young Avengers. Yeah. This so is... this book is technically called Avengers. Children Not Young Avengers. It's, it's a young, but it it's should a be young called Avengers Young Avengers. Because the character front and center... On the uh, on the first cover is Billy Kaplan. Oh, my disaster boy! I love him so much. He, he, what what a sweet summer child! <laughs> a sweet summer child who's absolutely going to destroy multiple universes at some nebulous time in the future. And they started setting that up in this book. I don't yes. remember that being a thing in the original Young Avengers this run. Book, As I was reading this, I was like, I think this is where they start the whole everyone's afraid of Wiccan Yeah. Thing. This book sets up legitimately 12 years worth of stuff. Like, I have a note about that later. I literally say it will take 11 years for this plot to resolve. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. Because <laughs> uh, there's a thread that gets set up with Wanda here that is not yep, resolved until... Yeah, okay. <laughs> it doesn't resolve until <laughs> the trial of Magneto ago. last month. <laughs> I'm. This is perfect timing for this book. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, so let's get right into it. This whole thing is uh, right. written by Alan Heinberg, drawn by Jim Chung. Which I, I would just like to say, Jim Chung, uh, godlike, godlike. Oh, great, great. He does have the one thing I will say about Jim Chung, which I find hysterical. So the both uh, Heinberg and Chung were the original creative creative team of the uh, first like V one of Young Avengers, yeah. which ran for twelve issues. Great series. Um, there's an issue where they introduce Speed in the first Young Avengers book, and they. Everyone on the team remarks when they meet Speed about like, wow, he looks exactly like Billy. This this kid Tommy is like Billy's twin. The problem is, is that Jim Chung, he's incredible. Everybody's face is the same. Yes. Literally everybody's, which is hysterical. Everybody looks alike. You then have a plot point where there are two, two identical characters twins. Who... <laughs> and I will everyone say... keeps talking about how similar they look. And you look at it and you're like, okay, yes, but consider. But they also they look like look Eli. The and they also look like Teddy. So. Basically, hey, Teddy's like slightly bigger and Eli is black. Yeah. So at yeah. Least... See, that's what disguises it is that the other characters, because like Iron Lad has a silver face. Like they don't. Yeah. You can hide it because all the other characters have different things going on. But yeah. But it's still very funny. Yeah. Cause... It becomes more of a problem in this book because there are. So many characters in this miniseries because there's three entire, there's four entire teams of superheroes yeah, that all I will meet say, at once. They do get away with it in this because the characters that they're on page with the most are characters they should look like. Yes, there's a lot of family stuff, like, which is great. Tommy, yeah, Tommy looks like Billy, but he looks more like Pietro. Yeah, and they all look like Magneto. And they all look like Magneto. <laughs> Such a compliment. Magneto's so hot in this book. Yeah, it's crazy how handsome like, listen, Magneto I'm is here. Gay, 
I'm gay, but Magneto's fucking hot in this book. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> true. Oh my god. Okay. But I've so. derailed. <laughs> Already. Uh, so, first page opens with a uh, big splash page of the Young Avengers. Um, narration from Kate, who is the leader of the team. It I've is heard... Wiccan. It is, is, it, it is Wiccan narrating. His text boxes are purple. Why yes. are his text boxes yes. purple? Because I, I, like, I know it's Wiccan because of the next page. He's like, yeah, me, Wiccan. But my brain sees purple and thinks it's Kate. I had the same problem. I got all the way and he's just like, and now it's me, Wiccan. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Billy? <laughs> Why this... is this purple? It should be red or blue. Pick one. Yeah. Uh, but then it would conflict with Eli, who is red and blue. Listen. They should have thought this They have better. too many overlapping colors. Yep. So it's just introducing... Uh, it's introducing you to the uh, to the team in case you don't know who these characters are, which is nice. Uh, so we, we do a quick intro on everybody. So our team here is Stature, Cassie Lang... Uh, the daughter of she Scott grows Lang. real tall. She, yeah, she gets big. Uh, Picture Ant Man two, the movie, but instead it's a teenage girl. Yeah, uh, Vision, who is the Vision, except this is the second Vision, the one that's created by Iron Lad. He's teenage Vision. Yeah, seventeen year old Vision, uh, which feels redundant in a world where uh, Victor Mancha exists. Listen, Victor Mancha is hanging out with the Runaways right now. Yeah. Uh, Patriot, who is the grandson of uh, Isaiah Bradley. So if you've watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, he briefly came up in that. The Young Avengers agenda is strong in the MCU TV shows. Yep. Uh, Kate Bishop, a.k.a. Hawkeye, star of the show Hawkeye. Speed and Wiccan, uh, who are, if you've seen WandaVision, Wanda's sons. One is fast, one is magic, like Wanda and her brother. And then there is... Both of them are gay. And both of them are gay. <laughs> and uh, Teddy Altman, a.k.a. the Hulkling, who is the son of the Kree Captain Marvel, which I forget about. I don't think too much about Hulkling, frankly. I think about him because I love Wiccan so much, and yeah. they're, like a, they're like a pair, which is... There, it's it's rare in comics that two characters are introduced at the exact same time, and they're introduced as in a relationship from the beginning, and that stands the test of time. Right. Like, yeah. This they, has never been. They've challenged. only broken up. They no once in yeah. Young Avengers Volume Two. They break up for like five issues because Prodigy decides that he wants to be a little shit and make out with all <laughs> Um But they break Shout up out like, to very David. <laughs> And then they get back together and are married now. Yeah. Um, and, and I love it. Kings in space. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. But it's it's kind of wild because they were introduced together in 2005. And other than, like, for half a year, once, they've been solidly a couple the entire right. time. Which is not a thing you do with comics, but I figure... No one does that. Right. I think part of it is that they are kind of Marvel's prominent young gay couple. This book got banned in Brazil because of it. I'll get to it when we get to issue nine. But God. one panel from this comic got this entire book banned in Brazil. Holy shit. It's so great. Um, they're fighting later. the Sons of the Serpent. They're here to do the job. Uh, 
and uh, Vision. Cassie fighting, asks Vision. Fighting white supremacists. Yeah, Cassie asks him, uh, asks Vision for intel. He says, they call themselves the Son of the Serpent, a paramilitary sect devoted to maintaining racial and moral purity. And Patriot goes, oh, so the white supremacists. And Kate says, to be fair, they also hate gays and lesbians. Oh, then we must be their least favorite superhero team ever. And this isn't even the gayest version of the Young Avengers. Oh, it it can it only gets get gayer. gayer. <laughs> Matter it of fact, gets gayer later. <laughs> it gets gayer in Not this, in this book. book. Well, yes, in this book, and also in the next book. In the next book, because hey, Prodigy's here. Hey, oh, America wait, wait. Chavez is here. Really quick aside, I promise this will be rapid. So there was a Pride special that came out in 2021, and they had this like special like. Um, like the credits page where it said like the whole creative team and everything they did like little portraits of every single lgbt character in the m like in the marvel like 616 and they had their little portraits around the edges of the paper in like a u-shape one entire side was just the entire roster of the young avengers (laughs) (laughs) one third of the characters was just the entire roster of the young avengers minus kate bishop and again (laughs) And again, uh, no one on that one. Um, yeah, it's. I saw there was that big graphic they did of like the big parade, and you could see Wolverine. <laughs> it's like Wolverine, Scott, and Lo- and Jean. It's like, um, what's happening down there? What's happening over here? <laughs> they have connected bedrooms on the moon. That they have connected happen. bedrooms on the moon. Ten, I- and thank you, Hickman. Thank you, Jonathan. Mr. Hickman. <laughs> uh, so somebody starts quoting the Bible at Hulkling. And Hulkling, and Hulkling goes, reveals that he went to, like, Catholic school. Yes! <laughs> yeah, this dude calls him a sodomite. <laughs> Which, you gotta have a special, a special kind of hate in your heart to call somebody a sodomite. Uh, it's and, it's uh, so funny, though. This guy is, like... He's, uh, Billy, or not Billy, Teddy says, uh, you want to swap Bible verses, how about Exodus 21, verse 24, an eye for an eye, and he says, do it, martyr me, and show the world exactly what kind of monster you are, and he goes, if you insist, and fucking kisses him on the cheek, and the dude looks like he's gonna throw up. This Nazi freaks the fuck out. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you'll burn in hell for that. He's like, you, and then he threatens to set off a nuke. He said, "You said you spend your free time killing people, but I'm going to hell for kissing you." It wasn't even a good kiss. This man is so mad about the gays, he wants to set off a nuke in New York. Yeah, it says, "I'll be giving the orders because Captain America, Ms. Marvel, and Iron Man show up, and uh, and he's like, I believe I'll be giving the orders, Captain, if only because of the nuclear weapon strapped to my back." And uh, we should goes, mention when we say Ms. Marvel, we mean Captain Marvel before, before she changed she was her name. This yes. is this is Carol. She's wearing a swimsuit. It's jarring to me every single time. Yep. I know her as Captain Marvel and not as Ms. Marvel. And I knew her from as Ms. Marvel first. This is sucks. this is too much. I hate this costume. It sucks. Uh, and so the dude goes to set off a nuke, and Billy just uh puts a stop to that. Just no, nope. denied. Just says, uh, no, I don't. Th- I don't think you will. Um, and everyone's like, hey, 
we should be should we be worried that you did that? Because uh, uh, seems pretty powerful. Seems like a big we're, deal. We're we're a little we're we're pretty scared of you, honestly. Yeah, so like you're gonna stay with us for a while because we don't want another Scarlet Witch on our hands. And <laughs> Tony's like, ah, should we be telling him about this? And we get this gorgeous splash page. So pretty. I, Jim Chung's Wanda, please call Incredible. me. <laughs> uh, okay, since you said that, I feel like I should mention on the very first page, the very first page is a splash page as well. My very first note in my notes is Kate Bishop, marry me. <laughs> so, <laughs> honestly, we're, we're on a similar page here. Like, this is... This is the best Wanda has ever looked in this one her single hair. page. Her hair. Her hair is so There's good. so much detail on her hair. For the whole book, too, her hair continues to be top-notch for the whole series. Yes. There's so much detail on her hair, on her eyes. It's crazy. Uh, so and good. And it goes through her whole history. Yeah, it goes through her whole history and explains House of M. Uh, and, uh... Tony says, devastated by the bloodshed by her family in the name of mutant kind, the Scarlet Witch casts one last spell, robbing over a million mutants of their powers and committing what some consider mutant genocide. Now, Tony, when you say what some consider, (laughs) what do you mean by that? Because, um... This is the closest any Avenger will get in this whole book to acknowledging the true extent of how of horrible the decimation, the decimation. was. <laughs> like, you... this is the closest a single Avenger. The Young Avengers admit it, and the X-Men are mad about it, and X-Factor are also mad about it, but the Avengers, this is the most we are going to get the whole book. From here on out, it's all downhill. The Avengers will downplay it unbelievably. <laughs> yeah, because uh, if you were a mutant... On M-Day, let's say you're a mutant like Melody Guthrie. Yeah. Melody Guthrie's power is to fly. Yep. If Melody Guthrie was flying when she cast that spell, what happened? What happens to our friend Melody? That similar things happen. If anybody's curious, the Academy X book, whichever issues are the ones that line up with the decimation... There's basically an entire issue of just Emma Frost sprinting through the school, attempting to telepathically prevent her students from doing things they can normally do, but will now kill them. Yeah. And finding dead bodies in the hallway. Because and like, this is a, this is a like thing that you can do all the time. Because one kid has gills. Yeah. Like a kid normally has gills and doesn't anymore all of a sudden, and they find the dead body in the pool. And like, they just have to deal with this. Like, it... It's more than just, oh, I lost my power to, like, they, they spend a lot of time with the decimation in the broader scale, talking about the mutants who had, like, kind of what you would think of as a superpower. Like, Jubilee is a good example. Jubilee mm-hmm. is a decimated, Jubilee gets decimated. Her power yep. is the is the firework stuff. She loses her powers. It's a tough blow to her personally, but it's not going to kill her. Mm-hmm. However, 
it would kill Angel if he was using his powers at the time. Yeah, it would. You know, somebody like oh, the yeah. Beast, who is constantly trying to cure his mutation, might see it as a gift. Somebody like Logan, who is 150 fucking years old, might wither and die on the spot. We don't know. Yeah. Or, like, the countless... I, ca- I keep coming back to the mutant kids, because this is a thing that, like, they really hammer home in X-Men comics, of the... Like, there were kids in that school that died because they lost their powers, like... Yeah, One and then, them, like, the purifiers and the reavers were, like... Blew up a bunch of buses, or blew up the one bus the with bus. the decimated kids on it. Yes! Like, a lot. So many... If you want to watch... Not watch. If you want to read a series where every other issue, like, five children die, read Academy X. Because they drop, Fucked. like, flies in that book. Like, it is... And, like, the amount of mutants who died kind of right then on M-Day... And then all the mutants who died in the aftermath because now anti-mutant bigots were hunting them and they no longer could defend themselves. That's on Wanda. Yep. But from a publishing perspective, Marvel really doesn't like that they don't have the rights to make X-Men movies because at the time this came out, it is 2010 when this book is coming out. And 2010 was after Iron Man gangbusters and box this office. This is after Iron planning. Man, and they're, yeah, they're starting the, the planning for, because Iron Man 2 is out by this point, too. Uh, I think Iron Man, yeah, it depends on what time during 2010, but yeah, yeah. Iron Man 2 was also, in, was 2010, so it was Captain America, so it was, Captain America and Thor were in 2010, 2011, I forget exactly which was which. Um, Captain America was 2010, Thor was 2011. Yeah, and Avengers was 2012, I know that for a fact. Yes. And so they're planning it. And they're realizing in terms of the IP they have that like, oh shit, um, we got to make the Avengers A-list characters and we got to downplay the X-Men because we do not have the rights to that anymore. And so they have decided that they are going to take the Avengers side in all. Yes, every conflict, the, the Avengers are portrayed conflict. as being correct. Which extends to this book, but thankfully, this book is not actually an Avengers book. It's a Young Avengers book. And the Young Avengers get to have their own opinions and not the opinions of Marvel corporates. Also because... <laughs> the Young Avengers get to be reasonable. Also because at this point, Billy and, Te- uh, Billy and Tommy are supposed to be mutants. Yeah, they say that very point blank many times. Emma series. Frost straight up says, hey, you two are mutants. Don't you want to come be X-Men? Wish... What a what if comic if they had said Ugh, yes. Yeah. yeah, I have a lot of what? thoughts about about Billy and Tommy that we'll, oh, me too. we'll get into as we go through this. And so yeah. they're like, hey, so basically we think that you two are the reincarnated sons of the Scarlet Witch. Which is a plot point that I think is brought up in Young Avengers. Volume 1, it is. They, yeah. they suspect it, but they don't have proof. Right. And Tommy, Tommy, speed. Um, is just like this is fucking dumb. Yes, like you're an you're an idiot, Wiccan. And Wiccan's like, no, I really think that I'm the son of the Scarlet Witch. He's like, we have the same. I have the similar powers to her. You have the same powers as her brother, and also mysteriously white hair like her brother and her dad. Also, twins run in the family. Yes, it it would make sense for. Come on, despite the fact that like. They are biologically other people's children. We'll get to that. <laughs> There's an answer for that. Um, 
And so uh, Tommy or Billy kind of wistfully looks at this picture of Wanda. Is like, if we could only find her. I like Billy. He gets on my nerves in this book. Listen, this is the start of. I love Billy, but he's so fucking wrong for this whole book. <laughs> this is one of them. Billy is convinced this literally the entire book. He will not change his mind. Spoilers. He does not change his mind at any point. He is convinced Wanda is not responsible for the decimation. He is convinced she was either mind controlled or it wasn't her or she was under a spell or like what or the magic got the best of her or like to quote cerebro my like favorite podcast she went crazy like <laughs> he's convinced she is not responsible and everyone around him is like billy i was there i looked <laughs> her dead in the eyes and she said no yeah, more captain america's no like no 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 no, no. i was there for that <laughs> like uh, like kid she's responsible i watched it <laughs> um yeah she said uh billy says did you ever find out who was responsible? And Tony Stark says, for what? And they're like, the, he's like, the mutant decimation. The Scarlet Witch was responsible. Well, that's impossible. She had to, someone else had to be controlling her. She was an Avenger. It's like, yeah. She also killed her teammates and wiped out an entire race. And then they blame on Magneto. <laughs> uh, the other funny thing here is that they're, they're confronting, uh, Hysterically, they don't really care about speed that much. No, yeah, because he's like, not the one with the like, weird magic. Here. They're like, yeah, you're fast, exactly. whatever. I know, but they keep turning to Wiccan, and they're just like, not only are you probably the Scarlet Witch's son, but you're Magneto's grandson, and they care about that more? Yeah, <laughs> they care about that they think way some, more. They think being related to Magneto, like, curses you. <laughs> they're literally just like, mm, Magneto, Despite he's a big villain. Fact, that Magneto has not been a villain at this point for like six years. He's on Utopia with the X Men at this point. I double checked. He had yeah. just saved Kitty Pride from the space bullet. That was the last thing he did before this crossover. He is he's part of like Cyclops' inner circle on Utopia. <laughs> so they they walk out. Well, Billy walks out, and everyone else follows him. Uh. And Tommy's like, hey, that was the that was kind of super cool, bro. <laughs> you should do shit like that. Uh, and he's like, thanks, Tommy. That means a lot. Now, if anyone other than the team sociopath care to weigh in on this, everyone's like, ah, Billy. <laughs> well, you, you, out- did, you did kind of put like a couple dozen guys into a coma and you don't remember doing it. So... And he's like, well, I didn't hurt them. And it's like, well, you could have. I would never. It's like, you lost control, though, Bill. Uh, He's like, you think the Avengers might be right about me? And Teddy's like, I didn't say that. He says, oh, you're just afraid they might be. Like, can can we just talk about this? Like the mature, semi-adult superheroes we want the Avengers to think we are? And he's like, I'm not interested in what the Avengers think anymore. I'm going home. This is my problem, not yours. And he goes into his front door. And, and Captain America is a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> Captain America is in his living room talking to his parents who heretofore have not known he's a superhero. <laughs> and Captain America fucking snitches. 
Captain America also, good reminder that Cap is huge. Cap looks gigantic next to Billy's dad. Big. He's fucking it's a, big. He's a big fucker. Also, this is the beginning, and not the end, of Captain America being a constant antagonist to the Young Avengers. This happens in the follow-up series as well, and like keeps getting referenced in comics with these characters in them. Like they always allude back to like, remember that time Captain America did such and such? Like Captain it's America very is weird. like and and he doesn't it seems to my understanding that he doesn't mean to be an antagonist to these kids, but he's, he's just, really like, trying to look out so for them. Dense. He's so dense he does not understand that what he's doing is like really actively harmful. He's like a school principal. He's a school principal that doesn't understand the teens. He, because he doesn't do this with the champions. He's like really buddy-buddy with Miles. They bond over the fact that they're both from Brooklyn. And Miles is not the grandson of Magneto. Yeah, yeah true. Uh, <laughs> and Billy says, my whole life I dreamed that one day Captain America would show up and ask me to move in with the Avengers. So it's true what they say. Be careful what you wish for. And Cap's like, it's just until we get a sense of what you're capable of. And Captain America, in full uniform, shield on his all, back, tries to hail a cab. <laughs> because he doesn't want to take the subway. <laughs> uh, and he's like, well, I can't fly. And Billy's like, cool, I can't. Check it out. And now you can too, temporarily. Let's go. Yep. Uh, and so they they fly off. Cap loves this. Cap, Cap thinks it's super cool. Uh, he says, uh, Billy asks him, he's like, you've known Scarlet Witch longer than anyone. You're the one who made her an Avenger. And all that time, did you ever think she'd be capable of hurting her own teammates? Never. But losing a child, losing two children, it changes you. That's something you never recover from. He's like, but I don't think she lost her kids. Billy, I just met your parents. <laughs> Your biological parents, your mother and father, who birthed you. And he's like, well, we'll We'll explain that later. He's like, I'm not, we're not her biological sons. It's the transmigration of souls. (laughs) And Cap, he does say something else, but he, uh, he, like, the way Cap's squinting at him, he's like, what the fuck are you talking about, Billy? Billy's literally like, I understand how dumb that sounds now that I say it out loud. He's like, did you guys ever consider that the Scarlet Witch might be innocent? I was there, Billy! So then, so then Hulkling shows up because he's basically like, you're not, you're not arresting my boyfriend without me. Um, I will fight you, Captain America. And Captain America does... Um, what I can only what I can only describe as the equivalent of referring to lesbians as gal pals, which is he only refers to these two boys as friends. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, oh my god, he does. He's holding. I understand you want to protect your friend. Yes, that's his. These this two is boys his. are dating. They have been openly dating for a very long time, and Captain America is either like too polite or too old timey. To recognize it. To realize what is happening here. And the entire time, which is one of the reasons why he becomes like a running antagonist is mostly because he's so fucking dense. Later in this issue, he will like imprison them in a room in Avengers Mansion and he will give them two Two separate beds. beds. Instead of one bed. And they bring this up 
these two characters, years later, bring this up on their wedding night. They're like, remember that time the Captain America put us in a room and he gave us twin beds? <laughs> <laughs> Look at us now, kings of space, married. The the very next page is the the one where they're in the uh, they're in the room. This does look like prison. This is <laughs> it's a fucking prison. It's like a stone room. It's like it's brick. homophobic. <laughs> With two two super uncomfortable looking twin beds, and uh, Billy Billy then, magics um, them a new one. Yeah, immediately he's like, no, <laughs> just makes it look like a hotel room. I should also mention, at this point, these two characters have never kissed on panel. Oh my In god, publication yeah. is, It's issue nine. That's the issue thing you got banned in Brazil. Issue nine. The first time they ever kiss on panel is what gets them banned in Brazil. So we have to wait until the very end of this freaking comic before they kiss on panel. And there are, like, multiple moments in this comic where they're, like, about to kiss and someone will just pop up out of nowhere and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. We have to leave. Like, this page... Here, uh, they're talking. It's a very tender moment. Teddy has his hand. Teddy has his hand on Billy's face, and he's like, "They're, uh, they're, you know, he's trying to comfort him." And he says, "Uh, Billy asks, are we about to make out in Avengers headquarters?" And he's like, "The minute you stop talking, I'm not talking. As of now, that was the last talking." And then immediately, like, <laughs> Tommy comes in. What the hell are you idiots doing? It's. Incredible. Also, the running theme of referring to specifically Billy as an idiot for this entire book. It yes. begins now. It does not stop. Yeah, it's suspicious. It's especially Teddy and Tommy are like, you fucking idiot. What are you doing? Which is incredible. Uh, and uh, Tommy's here to break them out because he's like, like, you're being imprisoned in Avengers Mansion. Uh, it's a jailbreak. Come on. The young Avengers are outside. Let's go. He's like, uh, he says, <laughs> he says, the trouble I go to re to rescue you, and you two are here making out. You're prisoners. Prisoners don't stand around making out with each other, do they? Tommy, T Tommy you were in juvie when they met you. You it's have been to jail more than anyone else on this book. Tommy, you are also queer. Well, you I... should know the answer to this question. She doesn't know that part yet. That's fair. <laughs> it takes him a little while to get there. Yeah, just like David. He's uh, got to wait till he meets Patriot. Uh, not yeah, Patriot. Uh, uh, prodigy. Prodigy. Yeah. prodigy. He's got to wait till he meets Prodigy. And it's like, oh, this is what, this is why my brother always stands around making out with his boyfriend. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm going to do that, but super fast all the time. Uh, I get to run back and forth to Krakoa and just hang out with him in a place called the Boneyard. The Boneyard with North Star. <laughs> My hero! God, he's such a fucking little North Star fanboy. It's incredible, which is hysterical because he fucking hates Quicksilver. He wants to be better than Quicksilver, but he only looks up North Star, which is incredible. Well, yeah, because North Star's faster than Quicksilver. I was gonna say North Star's better. Yeah. In like every way. He's a more interesting character. He's also a bitch, though. He's all—he's a total bitch. All, th all three of them are bitches. North Star, Quicksilver, <laughs> and Speed—all bitches. Super speed in the Marvel, it's like, super speed in the DC universe makes you just like makes the fun. Makes you kind. Makes you kind and funny and everybody loves you. Super speed in the Marvel universe, the total bitch. <laughs> just the bitchiest humans ever. <laughs> it's North Star and Aurora and. 
<laughs> and Quicksilver. And oh my Steve. god, and Surge! And Surge! And Surge! <laughs> super speed. Uh, uh, the exception is Velocidad, who I will remind you, does not actually have super speed. But instead, manipulates <laughs> time to simulate having super speed. It's the dumbest mutant power, and I'll never shut up about it. Super speed in the Marvel Universe makes you a bitch. <laughs> uh, so they, they meet up with the Young Avengers again. And uh, he's like, wow, I can't believe you guys broke me out. Break me back in. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> if I run, they're just going to find me. What other choice do I have? Well, you could find the Scarlet Witch. Think, and this is Cassie talking. Oh, poor sweet Cassie. Uh, sweet, sweet Cassie. Uh, they do. I Okay. I'll mention this right now, mostly so we can bring it up later. Um, I think they get, I think they do this story with Cassie Justice only like 75%. I feel like we're missing like, like four pages. It's not even a lot, but I feel like there needed to be just like four more pages of stuff with her in this series to justify the later payoff. Yeah. But like, this is where they start trying. It's just that it's like every other issue they remember that they're trying to set up a thing with Cassie and they're like, fuck. We gotta have her talk. And this is one of those times. I do I did forget until I looked at it up earlier that Cassie does come back after this story. Oh, she does. Um she does. There's an incredible Leah Williams mini uh during War of the uh, War of the Realms. She does a mini where it's like Ant-Man, Giant-Man, and like a couple people who can grow really tall who paint themselves blue and dress up as frost giants to go like destroy a thing and they find Cassie in the process and it's all about like her dad going to find her in Florida which has now frozen over because it's now Jotunheim and it's on Earth. <laughs> um, and it's actually really adorable and very funny because it's literally just like four dudes who can grow real tall have literally painted themselves blue and gone on a stealth mission. <laughs> It's so good. Also, forgot that Cassie is supposed to be, like, 13. Yeah, she's, like, 13, 14. She's like, the youngest she one of the team. She is a baby. She is, she is a child. This is a, this is a little girl. This is some kid. I mean, like, freaking, literally, like, Billy and Tommy are 16. Right. Billy and Tommy they are 16. They are sophomores. Yeah. Like, I think Kate's supposed to be older, too. Listen, I, I teach, like, I volunteer uh, mentoring a high school robotics team. And so I interact with teenagers multiple times a week. And having read this, like, yesterday, and having mentored this past Saturday, I kept thinking about it in terms of, like, wait, this person's the same age as so-and-so kid. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's... <laughs> this is a child! This is a kid. This is an infant. This is a... Who let you out a of baby? Who let you out of your crib? Uh, oh, man. But, like, keeping Cassie, in mind that Cassie is, like, a middle schooler, really drive like, it informs everything else she does in this story and the way she reacts to dad things. Back. She just wants She just misses dad. her dad because Scott Lang is dead at this point. Killed um, by the Scarlet Witch. Killed by the Scarlet Witch. And so Cassie's whole thing is, well, we can if we can find the Scarlet Witch... She can get reverse the spell, give the mutants their powers back, and she can bring my dad back. And uh, Vision goes, Cassie, I know how much you miss your dad. And she's like, look, 
Vision already, or she already brought Wonder Man back and Clint Barton. So why not my dad? And if Valid we're, point. Yeah. If we're a family, we should try. <laughs> for Billy's sake. And then Magneto from off screen is like, uh, my sentiments exactly, child. Which is why I think it's time you boys met your grandfather. Magneto. Every time somebody shows up for the first time, their like logo shows up. It's so good. So it's I like love it. big red letters. Magneto. And he just like shows up surrounded by like cool Kirby dots and pink energy looking fucking badass. Looking and like... Magneto will be one of the most badass looking characters for the remainder of this entire series. Yeah, Magneto... There is not a bad Magneto panel in this whole book. Everyone is fire. Uh, so issue two opens with Magneto hovering above them. And uh, Tommy says, Magneto. Like, Tommy immediately, big Magneto guy. Yeah, he's just like, oh, you're cool. Because Tommy loves crime. Tommy's a fan of crime. Yeah. Tommy would have joined the Brotherhood without a second thought. Listen, if the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants had existed at the moment when Tommy got his superpowers, he would have joined up in a heartbeat and probably called himself Quicksilver too. Like, yeah. he would have been Better so down, so down to join the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. He says, uh, it's only a miracle the Young Avengers found him first. Yeah. He says, so then it's true. Uh, Magneto's like, you can call me grandfather if you like. I, I feel like Magneto missed having grandkids that weren't Luna. Uh like, These grandkids are mutants. Yeah. Who it's didn't like, get decimated? It's like then you then it's true you are our grandfather and Billy's like sure when you when Magneto says it you believe it. He says Thomas if you and William are indeed the spiritual heirs of my daughter Wanda then I am your grandfather. Come we have much to discuss and they just and fucking he leave. Just, he just puts him in a bubble and he just starts flying away. He's like we're going <laughs> to transit. And Hulkling, um, he was, like, looking all normal. He wasn't green, and he was, like, normal size at the time. Um, he turns into big, winged, green Hulkling form, and over the course of two pages, he progressively loses his shirt. Yeah. And it's hysterical to me, because, like, he, every panel he's in, they don't talk about it. He just, like, has less and less shirt, and then eventually he has no shirt. It's so funny. Yeah, it's like, uh, we we need to find Wanda. She's probably in Transia. Transia, whatever. Uh, and he's like, look, if you're really are her sons, you're the only connection I still have to her. So I need you to help me because she's my daughter. I we might as well get into it here. This story retroactively doesn't make sense. Listen, at the time he's of he fully believes that she is his daughter. Well, at the time, she is. Like, also, this is like one of the last stories where they are canonically a family. Yes. Because that gets retconned like not long after this. That gets retconned in Axis. So that's about... That Axis, I want to say, is 2014? Okay, so like four years later. Yeah. This is not a long time before suddenly they're not a biological family anymore. Yeah. Based on the fact that in this comic, in these nine issues, they talk about how they're a biological family all the time. The fact that... Every couple of pages. Tommy's personality is so close to Magneto's. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's so close to Pietro's. 
which is really funny when the three of them are together because it's like, man, Magneto can't fucking stand Pietro, but he loves Tommy. And it's so good. And it's... (laughs) Oh my goodness. But yeah, so they're like very talking about like, listen, I'm your grandfather. You are the Scarlet Witch's sons. You are mutants. They mentioned that a couple of times. Yes. Like these kids are mutants. Good, strong mutant boys. Homo superior. at At this point, they are constantly talking about Billy being a mage and not a reality warper, which I forgot about. I thought it was earlier. So this book, they're still on the, like, Billy does magic shit. And then in Young Avengers Volume 2, the um, Gill and McKelvey run, that's when they, I guess, technically retcon it. And they're just like, he doesn't actually do magic. He does reality warping. And he thought it was magic this whole time. Yeah. But surprise, uh, he's, like, a galactic-level reality warper, and it's going to be a problem some nebulous time in the future. Yeah. Have fun! <laughs> It's like, hey, y'all remember, uh, y'all remember Legion? Y'all remember, uh, Jamie Braddock? Uh, you remember Jim Jaspers? Yeah, get ready for that again. But on a galactic scale this time. Right. Dormammu's uh, afraid of him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so Magneto's like, look, if I wanted to kidnap them, I would've... Because <laughs> Hulkling's like, you're not gonna kidnap them. When, uh, and he's like, look, if I wanted to kidnap my grandsons... I'd have done so after scattering your atoms with that glance you mentioned earlier. Instead, I've come asking for help. From children, no less. And Speed is right is right away on board. Yes, sir, Grandpa. What do you need? So f***ing down to join the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Yes, yes, true believer. Sign. Where do I sign? <laughs> we are doing this. And do you need to commit some crimes? We just stood up to the Avengers. Let's keep doing it. <laughs> I'm charged up. Speaking of standing up to the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, so next page, the Avengers show up. and Including freaking Wolverine, who yeah. I forgot was an Avenger. Yeah, Wolverine. But he's an Avenger. So also, this Wolverine is... is so out of character in this book. Yes! In my opinion. Oh my god. He wants to stab kids so bad. Wolverine especially in this era, the whole reason that he has the freaking schism, schism with Scott is because, is because he because wants he's to protect like, the You're kids. making them children soldiers. I want to protect these kids. He is so down to stab Wiccan this whole book. He, he wants to shank that kid a 16 year old constantly. And he talks about it all the time. So Logan's the one character that I think they really did dirty in this book. And I think everybody else has actually written really well except for Patriot. We'll get to that. Yeah. But like I Logan think it's Logan like, and Patriot are the two that they're just like, you know what, character assassination time. Yeah, Logan, especially because this is pre-schism, Logan and Magneto are kind of like part of the, like I said, the inner circle on Utopia. It's yeah. like, I, I wanted you to stay away from the kids, Eric. And Magneto's like, stop before somebody gets hurt. And by someone, I mean you. Please remember that I can rip your bones out. Yeah, Logan really needs to stop trying to fight Magneto. Um, it oh, goes really bad for him quick, every time. Quick note about the art. Who like it must be so fun to be an artist and have stature in literally any of your comics because A, she covers up like eighty percent of the background, which means you have to draw less background. But yeah. B, because she's so big, you can just put her wherever you need in the scene. Anywhere yeah. you have a gap, you're just like, and there's her face, and there's uh, her hand. She it's stature, she's there. 
Thatcher is the background. It's like, all right, New York City and Cassie's face. It's so good. I love it. Uh, and so, like, they're fucking shit-talking Magneto. They're like, I heard you affirm that you are a good guy now. And he's like, I'm the, the, trying to do the right thing. Fuck. And, and Billy's Bill- immediately like, what are you doing? He's trying to be a good person. Like, fucking leave. Yeah, and this is, Billy is correct here. Like, the Scarlet Witch is his daughter and an Avenger. Why can't we all just look for her together? And Magneto's like, because they're going to kill her. Because if they find her, they'll kill her. And Logan's like, yeah, you damn right. As as Logan freaking tackles Billy, claws out, fucking ready to stab. And Logan is so ready to stab this kid. This whole series. Uh, Spider-Man tries to talk some sense into everybody. And he's like, hey, look. What's your plan? <laughs> you guys need a plan. He's literally like, I used to be a teenage superhero. I get it. But you do need a plan. <laughs> like, you gotta do this. And then freaking Carol shows up. My thesis is that Carol makes every single wrong decision possible <laughs> in this book. Every decision Carol is faced with, she makes the wrong one. She makes everything worse actively. She cock blocks them later in the book. <laughs> she cock blocks them in issue nine. Oh my god, yes, he does. My final straw. It's my final straw with Carol. Uh, they're like, uh, we have to stop this. How do we do that? Uh, we find the Scarlet Witch. And Teddy says, I don't think the Avengers will approve. And Billy's like, I don't think I care. I don't think I've ever been more attracted to you. Try holding on in the field in case this doesn't work. And he then proceeds to teleport himself, uh, the Young Avengers, and Magneto. Uh, to Transia. And they do a really good job of making this look, A, incredibly badass. There's, like, this big cracoom and, like, lightning striking. It's awesome. But also, they do a really good job in this whole book of really selling the whole, like, we don't actually know what the upper limit of Wicked is. how strong are, he could be. all scared of him. We are all intimidated by this child. And, um, uh... And then we have a Captain Marvel joke. Yeah, Captain Marvel Shazam joke. Where uh, Spider-Man says, so what do we do? And Wanda, or not Wanda, uh, Carol says, Carol. we follow them. How? Unless you're the kind of Marvel who can su- summon magic lightning. So we'll call Doctor Strange. And th- this, this is the first of two DC Comics jokes in this issue alone. Oh my god, yeah, I forgot about the other one. There's uh, a flash card joke later. Yeah. Uh, Luke Cage puts the... Uh, Luke Cage makes the point of, like, uh, they haven't done anything wrong. And Carol's like, well, they align themselves with a known mutant terrorist. Yeah, he's their grandfather. <laughs> like, Luke Cage is talking some sense into Carol, who is literally just like, but he's a criminal, and it's but like... But he's a criminal. God, the Avengers are such fucking cops. They, I wrote it, I, I literally wrote that as a note. Like, I forgot just how big of cops. They're just the police. Thankfully, they do a good job in this book of making the Young Avengers not cops. The Young Avengers are, the Young Avengers are much more in line, like, socio-politically with the X-Men than they are the Avengers. Even though they're not X-Men characters, the vibe is very X-Men just from the problem of... That's why they get get along with the Runaways so well. Because the Runaways might as well be X-Men characters. They were so X-Men adjacent for so long. Yeah. 
because Molly like, is a mutant, and then um, yep. uh, Carolina dates uh, dates Lori for a while. Yes, it's so. Um, but the vibe is also like they don't like the Young Avengers don't typically fight people just because they're villains. They typically are like you're actively harming civilians and or you're a hate group. Yes. So I'm going to fight you. And also, especially in later Young Avengers stories, all of their problems are of their own making. Like, they don't seek out trouble. They just make yeah. a mistake and then suddenly have to fight interdimensional, like, evil because they fucked up. It's usually much more... The vibes are usually like, we tried to do a good thing, we royally fucked it up, and now we gotta, like, really fix it. Versus the Avengers are just like... Cops. Just <laughs> cops. They really hate, they hate Magneto so much. Yeah. Oh, Magne- Magneto, he he tried to blow up, blah, 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 like, whatever. He's a terrorist. It's like, come on, like, none of you have been terrorists in your past. Peter Parker, you are a public menace to society in the newspaper every day. Oh, my goodness. Literally, like, Iron Man, you are the least moral character. Iron Man, <laughs> you were an arms dealer. Half of y'all are in the Illuminati. Right. <laughs> and <Like>. Logan. <laughs> Logan, you've killed too many people to judge Magneto. You just work for the Canadian government, who are shown consistently to be the most corrupt organization in Marvel. The Canadian government are the most militant government in all of the 616. Like, consistently. You don't fuck with Canada. Oh, man. Carol... Carol is just fucking nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it, it's one of the... I love shitting on Carol mostly because I just love that scene so much in Academy X where Emma is basically like, Carol, uh, you say you want to help and you say you want to care about the kids, uh, but if you want to go down this road, you better bring a lot of shovels because this is how many graves we had to dig this morning. Because, <laughs> you know... It's incredible. <laughs> I think Carol is also the one who tries to appeal to who goes to try to talk to them during Civil War to try and get them on the pro-registration side. So Carol tries to talk to them during Civil War to get pro-registration. That's when Emma talks about, like, you better bring a shovel. Okay, yeah, those a, are the same Then time. there's a different conversation that Emma has with Iron Man where he also okay. wants the X-Men's help. And that's when she says, where were you when our babies were burning? Which is another great quote. It happens twice, where Emma roasts an Avenger for not being there when mutant children died. Like, that's the prevailing theme for, like, ten years. Actually, no, even until now. Until recently. Until which now. Is like, where were, why should we give a shit? You guys didn't care. Yep. Like, this is why the Avengers and the X-Men always have to stay separate to me, because uh, mm-hmm. when you put them together, it always makes the Avengers look like total assholes. Because the X-Men help the Avengers when there's, like, galactic-level things. The X-Men will show up and fix a problem if a problem needs fixing, and the Avengers never save them from genocide. It's like, hey, here's all these people who keep trying to kill our children. And now they're like, we want to know everything that's going on on your island nation. No. (laughs) Fuck you. Just so many dead kids. So many dead kids. Uh, But anyway, they they have now teleported... To Wondagore Mountain. In Transia. Yeah. The kids. And uh, Billy goes to send everyone home. And 
they don't want to they don't want him to Billy's like look it's my he's tearing up he's like it's my fault it's my fight I'm the one they want to lock up and I'm the one who wants to find the Scarlet Witch uh oh <laughs> oh no what happened oh I I forgot that I had my remote sitting right here so I accidentally knocked it off my uh off my desk whoops um and uh Billy so Billy's like, maybe I shouldn't try to find her. Maybe she's dead. Maybe she doesn't want to be found. Maybe she's not even my real mom. But what if she is? What if she's out there and she's in trouble and I can help her put everything back the way it was? And Kate tells him, well, you should do it and we should help you. We're a team and uh, that is what it is. And then Eli. <laughs> Before we get into Eli, I should mention, Eli started out as technically the team field leader. He was not the team founder. That was Iron Lad. We'll get to yeah. him later. But Eli was the team field leader. He was very, he was captain. He's the Captain America of the whole joint. He's the he's Captain the, America of the situation. He right. was the team field leader. And then a plot that is not great from like a racial sensitivity and stereotype perspective. Uh, in hindsight, in the original Young Avengers thing, he starts losing his powers because he inherits his powers from Isaiah Bradley, his grandfather. You might remember him as the old black guy from Falcon and the Winter Soldier the tv show um he starts losing his powers and so he starts taking drugs to give himself powers again and gets addicted and becomes a junkie uh and that's like a whole plot point in the original yeah. young avengers run and he uh eventually gets clean and stops taking the drugs so he doesn't have powers in this whole book they never mention it <laughs> he, he's, a, he's a normal guy with a shield this whole book no super strength yeah. no super invulnerability just a shield and a costume and a domino mask and at that point, he was just like, I am not fit to lead this team. Kate, Hawkeye, please take over because you are actually a natural born leader. And I have now proven that I'm not capable of leading because I am a junkie. Um, and so she does. And he's a bitch about it. Yeah, the whole he asks her to take over. He's like, look, I have all these issues. You're better suited for it. And then is constantly trying to backseat drive. Whole book undermining every single one of her decisions. Constant. <laughs> every, at every fucking turn. I've worked with men like this. They suck. Uh, and so uh, they're like, look, we're here because Wanda was born here. Uh, this is where her powers were strongest. And I thought it might, uh, this is from Magneto. I thought it might provoke a kindred response in Wiccan. It can't hurt to take another look. And Eli is just basically like, you're a fucking villain. Why the fuck should we listen to you, you're Magneto? You're a super villain, Magneto. You're a terrorist. Give it a rest. He will and, not. This will continue. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, Billy proceeds to, he's like, well, since we're fugitives now, would anybody mind if I made our wardrobe a little less conspicuous? And then suddenly they're dressed as the fucking Von Traps. Before this, one other thing that's hysterical that I need to mention. At one point, Eli uh, is furious that they've run away from the Avengers. He's like, we're fugitives. I cannot believe it. And he makes this proclamation. We're not the young Avengers anymore. We're the young brotherhood of evil mutants. And then Magneto, curious, looks over at him and says, you're a mutant? And yeah, Eli Magneto, says, that's not excited. <laughs> and so I literally wrote down in my notes, Patriot, you go, don't get to joke that you're the young brotherhood of evil mutants right in front of Magneto when you are not a mutant. There are literally only two mutants here. Shut the fuck up. 
But it's just hysterical because Magneto's so excited. Magneto's like, like, oh, oh God, wait till, wait till I tell Charles. Wait, wait till I tell Scott. There's not that many of us left. Do you want to join us? Yeah, like, you know, you know? it's like making a joke. They it's are like an endangered group currently. And it's Magneto. You said that to Magneto. Magneto's so excited. <laughs> no. But yeah, now they're dressed as the Von Trapp family from The Sound of Music, which is revealed to be not Wiccan's favorite films, uh, film, one, one of his of favorite films. Yeah, which does not surprise me. Billy's got big theater kid energy. He has the biggest theater kid energy that has ever existed in a freaking Marvel comic. It is, listen, one thing I do love about specifically Wiccan and Hulkling is that, like, they're both definitely, I mean, like, obviously they're both gay, but, like, only one of them is, like, gay stereotype personified, and that's Wiccan. Yeah, like, he's, gay he's a little, little theater kid twink, and, like, with every single stereotype that can come across with that all the time. And uh, Hulkling's just, like, kind of a jock who just really loves his boyfriend. Yeah. Just a golden retriever. Uh, it's incredible. He... So in the back, while everyone's walking, um, Kate and Eli are talking in the back, and uh, she, she says, or he asks, you know what I'm thinking? And she says, I can guess. You're thinking that none of this would have happened if you were team leader instead of me. Yes, but I'm also thinking about how much I'm going to miss you when Magneto eventually betrays us and Scarlet Witch kills us, and I die wearing an outfit's last scene on Rolf, the Nazi boyfriend. Just don't be ridiculous. Teddy's Rolf. You're Friedrich. Which, she's right. I don't want to unpack that, but part of me wants to know why the fuck. Billy why made Billy made his, his own boyfriend, boyfriend Rolf. the Nazi? Why did you make your own boyfriend the Nazi? Why? Bill, you want to you want to explain that for us, buddy? What, buddy, friend, I do love visions and none. Yes. <laughs> I just, I just needed you all to know that Vision is dressed as a nun. Uh, and so Eli's like, I think the more pressure, the more pressing question is, how do we let the Avengers know where we are? It's like, we don't. The Avengers have made their position more than clear. And he's like, yeah, and they're right. Were they right when they ordered us to stop being the Young Avengers? Uh, he's like, right now I'm thinking they were. He's like, all right, then I'll have Billy send you home. I'm not leaving you here. Well, I'm not going with you. So I suggest you figure out which team you're on. Eli wants to snitch so badly mm -hmm. all the time. He wants to call the Avengers so constantly. badly. Uh, so badly. Every bone in his body is like, I want to... S Listen, he is the Captain America of the team, and Captain America is a snitch, confirmed. Yes. He just wants to snitch <laughs> so bad. Got the... the... You, you were, did you ever see in Ultimate Comics when they... Um... They oh, had... I never read Ultimates. Okay, there's just an uh, there's a you know the Kitty Pride Professor X Rose Xavier you are a jerk. There's a scene in uh, Ultimate Comic Spider Man where uh, Gwen Stacy recreates that, but it's with mm. Captain America. Captain America, you're a jerk. So just that, but it's Captain America. You are a snitch. Listen, I wish I knew about that and that I've been making that reference the entire time, but I didn't know. <laughs> I've just identified snitch behavior. 
Let me find it. I'm gonna send it to you. Oh my god, please do. I really need to see it. God, I forgot While how much you're doing I lo that. love this Gwen Stacy. While you're doing that, uh, so our, our sweet, sweet Cassie is talking to Vision and, uh, oh my god. <laughs> I love it. I love it! <laughs> so, oh, important things with Cassie. So Cassie, in the original series, uh, Iron Lad, conspicuously uh, missing from this roster. He'll be back later, don't worry yeah. about it. Um, the one who founded the team is uh, Teenage Tang the Conqueror. Yeah. Uh, she had a major crush on him, but he had to leave because him being there would destabilize the timeline. Also, I should mention, the Young Avengers killed Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. We have an end point to Kang the Conqueror's timeline. And it is we know the a end, past version of himself Avengers. killing him. In the Young Avengers, it's wild. And so Iron Lad had to leave, but he left behind. He recreated the vision in the process, and he mapped it off of his own brainwaves. So, like, original vision's mapped off of Wonder Man. Yeah. No, no. This vision is mapped off of Kang the Conqueror. So he's teenage vision. And Cassie is got a crush on him, but like not as much as Iron Lad. It's very obvious that Vision is like a replacement boyfriend. Yes. Um, Which gets brought again, up later. She's, she's fourteen. Mm -hmm. And we all make dumb, <laughs> dumb decisions when we're Listen, fourteen. So like, we all had to live. We all had to marry the person we had a crush on when we were fourteen. Um, none of us would be happy. Listen. Ooh. And that is that is the one thing that I will say about this comic is like, I had forgotten that Wiccan and Hulkling were sixteen when yep. this comic happens because mm -hmm. uh, spoiler alert they get engaged at the end and like sure it's a time skip of like months later like potentially up to a year later at the end but um I didn't realize that they were like not adults yeah they are <laughs> that they are kids. they are teenagers. You, 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 did you know like anybody in high school who got engaged or said they were engaged? No, I did not. Uh, I went to a private all-girls school. Um, ah. See, I but, went to public school. Yeah, that changes the vibe. <laughs> yeah, much different. We had much different upbringings. We did. We definitely did. Uh, so, no, I do not know anyone in high school who was engaged. I but, feel uh, like I did, but I can't remember specifically. But anyway, Cassie's, like, talking to Vision, and he's basically like, Listen, uh, it would be great if we could bring your father back to life, but all magic has a cost, and I'm really worried about the cost, and I don't want it to be you, because I like you, and I do not want you to die. That would suck. Well, and also, Vision your dad would probably be upset if you were dead. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's like, he says, I told you, you wouldn't like anything I had to say. And she says, that's where you're wrong, Sparky. And then goes to hold his hand, and it's really cute. And, and then we get Magneto backstory. Yeah. Uh, Magneto tell, tells, his bo uh, tells his boys about their grandmother. Uh, one little touch that I love about uh, Billy and Tommy is that their hair they part their hair on opposite sides. Oh, they do! I do love it. Like, they, they have the exact same haircut, uh, just parted on opposite sides. And, uh, and different Tommy's, colors. Yeah, Tommy's hair is white, Billy's hair is black. Which, now that I think about it, Billy's hair probably should be brown. Because he's supposed should to, be. He's supposed to look like not. Wanda. 
Well, I think partially because it's been black up until now. Yeah. Um, I guess they didn't to change it. With the, uh, he explains, like, about Magda, their, uh, their grandmother. Um, the High talk- Evolutionary shows up in the background of one panel, and he never says the words High Evolutionary. And I really appreciate that they did not explain that. They're just like, if you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. The girls that get it, get it. The girls that don't, <laughs> don't. Move on. Uh, and so he explains how they ended up joining the Brotherhood and this and that. And then he's like, I drove them away. Uh, my daughter has vanished and my son wants to kill me. And I can't say I blame either of them. I've behaved unconsciously towards my family, taking for granted the very relationships I should have prized above all. I promise not to make the same mistake with you. You are my last hope of bringing my family back together and healing the wounds that so many have caught. So the wounds that have caused so many mutants and humans so much pain. It's like, so how do we do that? Well, you're the wit- the mage, William. I was hoping you would tell me. I love that he does not call them Billy and Tommy. He also fully believe Magneto here. Yes, Magneto 100% like, I, means this. I don't this. think he's lying. Yeah, I do not. At any, actually, at no point in this book do I think Magneto tells a single lie. Magneto is completely honest with them. Uh, he's and, honest with everyone. He tells the truth the whole series. Yes, no deception. Just 100% how he feels, what he thinks is going to happen, what he believes. And uh, no one believes him except for his him. grandsons. Because he's Magneto. Not his, not his son either. Just no. the grandsons. So, I want to touch back on the Wanda. Uh, like, the, the Wanda and Pietro aren't Magneto's kids, retcon. Yeah. It ruins Pietro as a character. It really does. All, his, his character is basically... A, a, an amalgamation of daddy issues, a terrible marriage, and being a bad father. Yes. That's what he is. And essence. guess what? And the first one informs the trailers. second two. Yes. Uh, like, oh, it's it's real bad for them. Thanks, I think they kind of fixed it in Trial of Magneto. Spoilers for Trial of Magneto finale. Uh, because they made it extraordinarily clear that, like, well, they might not all be bi- biologically related. Like, Magneto Scarlet consider- Witch is Magneto's daughter in a way that is magically significant. Yes. Like, they needed to do a spell that required a child of Magneto, and they tried to do it with Polaris, and it didn't work, and they did it with Wanda, and it worked. Yeah, it was specifically, so- they need a child of Magneto, uh, Charles Xavier, and Moira McTaggart. So they get Proteus and Legion... And they try to do it with uh, with Lorna. And then Lorna goes, hey, Wanda, it needs to be you. And then it works. Yeah. And they, they do and a lot then... to establish in that that Lorna considers Wanda her sister. And Wanda oh, yeah. and Magneto considers Wanda his daughter. And Pietro his son, despite the fact that uh, he and Pietro fucking hate each other. Also, that book contains... Uh... From one of my one of my friends mentioned this to me, uh, who's like a huge, both Quicksilver and North Star fan. Like they love both of those characters because mm-hmm. I guess they love a super speedy bitch. And uh, according to them, that was the first time either of those characters had ever met each other on panel. What? <laughs> was in Trial of Magneto. Was that feels Quicksilver being because they're basically the same character just being the same character in the same space yeah like now I think about it yeah because Quicksilver was always in Avengers books 
he would very yep. rarely show up in X Men stuff unless except for X Factor. Yeah, he showed up a lot in X Factor. Qu- uh, and Northstar was on Alpha Flight until the nineties mm-hmm. or until and the two thousand. He switched over to X books at the same time. The Quicksilver jumped out of X Factor and went to the Avengers. Yeah. So they they passed each other like ships in the night. Two identical bitchy ships in the night. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, and uh, so Billy says, maybe if we join hands and reach out with our feelings. And Tommy goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't do that. I don't, I don't do feelings. I don't have feelings and I don't hold hands. And, and then he talks about how much he admires Magneto, and Magneto's like, I have a new favorite grandson. Well, yeah, he says, uh, Magneto says, careful, lad, or you'll end up like me. I should be so lucky. I have I have a new favorite grandson. Damn, why couldn't Listen, Pete be like you? Tommy is the Pietro he never had. Yes! <laughs> Megan um, loves this kid. And he says, uh, the Scarlet Witch, she's here in the, vi- uh, in the village square. It feels like her. It must be her. And Tommy takes off. And this is where you get that other joke where he says, I'll be back. It, he says, I'll be back in a flash as he runs into Quicksilver. And Flash is alone in a speech bubble. And it's on the, it's a pa- there's a page turn in between it. So I'll yeah. be back in a page turn. Flash and it's speed running into Quicksilver. All it says is Flash, and Quicksilver then says, the name is Quicksilver. <laughs> like the big, like, logo font. Yeah. <laughs> and I like the idea that Quicksilver is aware of who the Flash is, which technically it is. They did have that crossover. He got his ass kicked by him once. Yeah. Um, he's literally like, I know who the Flash is. Flash is a bitch. I'm Quicksilver. <laughs> 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 it's just so good. Uh, oh man and then he immediately threatens to kill magneto he says uh instantaneously yes on site he says if you don't if you and your friends don't leave this place at once my father will be the only person i kill today says thomas i see also, you mis- hmm? can i say speed's costume is a thousand times better than quicksilver it's so it's, much better it's the same color scheme but the pattern is different and quicksilver looks so 70s yes he's so late 60s early 70s uh and uh, he's like, yeah, I saw you guys on the fucking news. Of course you're interested in them. Uh, but if you don't release these children and leave my sister alone, I promise you the Avengers and the X-Men will join forces. No, they won't. Uh, are you, I feel like you're forgetting that Magneto is currently an X-Men. And uh, says, you know where she is? And it's like, no, I but I know that if it. neither of us have been able to find her, it means she doesn't want to be found. So you need to go back to the X-Men or I will personally lead a crusade of Earth's heroes against you. Uh, and and Tr- then he has a race with speed. Yeah, because Billy tries to explain. Billy tries to explain, like, we came here because we wanted to. And he, uh, Pietro just grabs him and runs off. And Tommy then runs right after them. Uh, and he says, uh... He says, this is not how I was hoping we'd meet. You do know it's pointless to kidnap me. He's like, look, I'm not kidnapping you. I'm saving you for my dad. My dad sucks, man. He says, if I wanted to get away from your dad, I could just do it with magic. Uh, And he's like, look, I want to find your sister every bit as much. You want to find your sister as much as we do. Um, There's no reason we can't all work together. And he's like, well, my dad. (laughs) 
Yeah, but we can work together. Yeah, like I, I didn't realize before that uh, Speed basically says the same thing back to Pietro. It's it's so good. Also, Speed does not have a head start. Catches up. Catches up to him. No problem. Runs backwards and is taunting him the whole time. He's literally like, though I suppose it must be a blow to the old ego, knowing there's a version of you out there that's younger, better looking, and faster. He's like, if it's a race you want, nephew, a race you shall have. (laughs) And then Speed wins, which is incredible. Um, and also, Speed has completely lost the plot at this point. All he wants to do is raise Quicksilver and prove that he's better than Quicksilver. That is his number one goal in this moment. He does not give a shit about Wanda anymore. All he wants to do is race Quicksilver. He said, why would I give a shit about my mom? My Uncle Pete is right here. I love how quickly Quicksilver is like, yeah, these are clearly my sister's kids. Fucking immediately. He, he fucking looks at Speed and he's like, I have to be related to you. He's like, oh now. yeah, that's me. At <laughs> tracks, it's like looking in a mirror. Uh, and so Quicksilver tries to kill Magneto. He grabs some two by fours. It's a fence. Oh yeah, it's a fence. Yeah, yeah. And just <laughs> just goes long with it at Magneto. Just and, yeets it because it's it made is, of wood, so Magneto can't deflect it, which is smart. In this moment, Magneto turns his head to the right. And just sees Wanda. Right as she gets shanked. Well, because he turns and looks and Patriot pushes him down to keep him from getting hit. And this piece of fence just goes right through Wanda. And it's, oh my god, she's a doombot! Which is going to be hysterical in like three to four issues. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. I can't wait. To talk about <laughs> we that. can't. We I'm, can't do it right now. I'm like wait, fucking we'll vibrating. I'm so going. excited. I'm so excited. We won't finish two issues. We said yeah, we'd be faster. We're <laughs> it's Batgirl all over again. We just have a lot of thoughts, a lot of feelings have, about these. I just characters. have a lot of feelings. Um, so it's like the Scarlet Witch I is don't a. Even go here. <laughs> Scarlet Witch is a Doombot, and Peter's like, we don't know that. And Tommy's like, well, she knows she. We know that's a robot. It looks exactly like a Doombot. Like, My point, nephew, is that someone this machine could have easily been planted here by someone who wants us to think it's a Doombot. And he's like, what? Like me? He's like, well, yeah. You you hate Doom, so you would try to. You would convince Wanda's kids that he's holding her captive. And it's like, okay, but look, this is so clearly an actual Doombot and not me not something I made. It's it's so funny because Quicksilver just like cannot accept the idea he refuses that anyone to ever is to blame but Magneto. He's literally just like, You're doing this so that you can set up an invasion. Of uh, Latveria. Latveria. You you want to invade Latveria, so you're doing this to convince these superpowered kids they need to invade Latveria. And Magneto's like, I want my daughter, you dingus. You like this is Doom what, has her. You know the uh, the Arrested Development. Um, I love all my children equally. I don't quite care for Job. That's Magneto, <laughs> but with Pietro. I love all he of my He likes Lorna more than he, he likes Pietro, and that is saying Lorna. something. 
It depends. Sometimes he tells her that her PhD wasn't worth it. <laughs> <laughs> like in Trial of Magneto. Sometimes he's a bit of a bitch. Yeah, that whole issue is just him and Lorna being mean to each other. On purpose. It's literally just like, what is the meanest thing I can say to you at this given moment? One of the things Lorna does is she goes for the fucking jugular and is literally like, how many dead daughters start appearing around you? Should I be worried? He's like, she's like, every woman who loves you gets fucking killed, dad. Like, literally everybody. So I should be which lucky is, that I can get resurrected. Which is fucking rude. Also, uh, then we... We get some Doom backstory, and I wrote in my notes. Uh, also, when I wrote in my notes, every time I wrote Doom, uh, it's all caps because there's no other way to write Doom. It's all caps, Doom, and you say the man's caps. name. It's it's or Doctor Doom, but like it's it, you can't no lowercases allowed. Yeah. Um, and I literally wrote down Doom is just one of the best comic comic book villains of all time. Oh yeah, it makes every book better. You could put Doom into any comic. And it would improve. You could put Doom... Doom is such a good character. You could have made Doom the final antagonist of Red Hood and the Outlaws, and that would have improved that book by 100%. said it doesn't improve that book by 100%. It's like, man, this book sucks, but Jason Todd fights Doctor Doom, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's uh, it. I would so, love that. So, we, yeah, we get the Doom backstory, and it's like, look, uh, he, Cynthia Von Doom practiced witchcraft, to fight for the rights and lives of others, but she lost her life uh, and her eternal soul. Already a gifted scientist, Victor turned his attention to the mystic arts to reclaim his mother's soul until his attempts to combine science and magic backfired, burning him in the same fires that consumed his mother and damning him to the rest of his life as Dr. Doom, the self-proclaimed king of Latveria, the master of science and magic, and the most powerful man alive. And uh, Quicksilver goes, well, apart from you, Father. And he's like, no, the only person more powerful than Doom is your sister. They constantly say that Wanda's more powerful than Magneto in this. And I find it hysterical because they've done it in a complete 180 in the Krakoa era. They're just like, Wanda is something, and we don't really know what it is. But Magneto's an Omega-level mutant, and that <laughs> means that he can do literally anything. Does it in some way involve a magnet, or can we construe it to involve a magnet? Yes, Eric can do it. It's it's so good. But he does frequently say over and over and over again, like, no, Wanda's more powerful than me. Y'all need to stop, like... Put some respect on my baby girl's name. Yeah, basically. Which also then sets up the good parallels of, like... They really, really do parallels of, like, Wiccan is just Wanda 2.0. Yes. And everyone is slowly becoming deeply afraid of Wiccan. As they should be, he might destroy the universe one day. You know, just could. It hasn't happened like, yet. But he's like, look, uh, if Doom has Wanda, we would know by now. Uh, this is Quicksilver. We'd all be scurrying around like Doombots doing his infernal building. It's like, how do you know we're not? He's like, because I assume Doom would have better things for me to do than staring and arguing with my father. Really? I thought it, I'd have thought he'd found the perfect way to torture you. This is literally the plot of The Good Place. <laughs> yes. Quicksilver has been sent to the bad place and made to think it is the good place because God. he has to hang out with his father. You spend some time, quality time with your pops. Uh, it's like, look, we're going to set up a search and rescue team. Uh, let's all go find her. Uh, and Quicksilver's like, what are you, fucking stupid? There's a bunch of, you're going to send a bunch of kids into a death trap? 
and Patriots like, no, we're not stupid enough to, to risk uh, another world war <laughs> by engaging Doom. And fucking Tommy and goes, wicked. I am. And then Speed's like, wickedness. I feel like these are supposed to happen at the same time. Like a twin <laughs> telepathy thing with like, no, I, no, no, Billy will absolutely do that. I, listen, I, I wish that the speech bubbles had made that more obvious because yeah. that's even better. Because I read it as like Billy going like, I am, and Speed going like, see, wickedness. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do want it to be the twin telepathy. That would be so much funnier. And oh my god, no, Billy's once again, Patriot is literally like, no, we can't do anything, and Wiccan's just like, I will do all the dumb things. Yeah, I, why would we risk everybody? I can just go. And it's like, what are you fucking, what? It's like, no. And Magneto's like, look, if we go, we go together. Uh, and uh, Patriot's like, well, who will exactly be leading this exposition, Magneto? And it's like, you can lead if you want to, Patriot. But I imagine Hawkeye might have something to say without that if she were still speaking to you. This whole thing, the way that people talk about Patriot and Hawkeye in this book, feels like everyone thinks that they're dating. Well, they kind of are. Yeah, they have that dynamic. Like, yeah, they're like, I think they've kissed before. But mm. it's not like... They're not, like, exclusive. It's, right. like, a thing that's happening. Also, um, because there's this, oh, there's this, I don't know, I remember if it's a one-shot or a series. It's, like, Young Avengers Presents or something. It's, like, um, it might be a one-shot. It's, like, a big issue, and everybody gets, like, a couple pages of an arc. And it's the one where, like, um, it contains a story with Kate. It's not in this trade, and I don't know if, I don't know if I have it physical. But it's the one where Kate, like first meets Hawkeye after he comes back other Hawkeye after he comes back from the dead and he comes and takes his bow back and he does like a cool like Robin Hood like splitting an arrow down the center thing and is like kind of disappointed in her and she feels really bad but there's other plots in there because then there's a there's a Patriot plot and a speed plot and both of those feature Kate and she kisses both of them uh. at different points <laughs> so she has romantic tension with both speed and Eli <laughs> She said, boys, boys, I have two hands. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and so uh, he's like, look, Bro. we should, uh, maybe we should should figure this out. And he says, uh, Quicksilver jumps and he's like, look, while you're most the most uh, experienced father, you're no longer the most powerful. The, or did you not see the news footage of your grandson? Attack, magicking all of Midtown Manhattan into a coma by waving his hands. He's like, well, that was an accident. Yeah, imagine what you could do if you actually applied yourself. Perhaps even enough to frighten my father into behaving honorably for once in his life, rather than betraying us the moment he gets what he wants. He's like, fucking come on, man. I'm trying. He's like, I just oh. want to secure the safety and well-being being of my daughter, Pietro. He's like, yeah, I've heard. Hey, hey you've said that before. I hope this time you're not lying. Because otherwise, you'll have to do with Billy. And if he's anything like his mother, God help you. God help you. Because <laughs> I, I sure can't. That literally, like, listen. I mean, if you piss off me, we've fought before. We understand each other. But, like, you've never had to, like, really fight Wiccan before. And I'm a little concerned he'll fuck you up, father. You're going to get your shit rocked. Just ruined. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, look, I we got these rooms set up for you, um, but they'll do, you know, they'll do for the night. Don't stay up too late. 
uh, I wouldn't stay up too late debating the moral implications of tomorrow's mission. You'll find that when you lose someone you love, you'll do anything to get them back. And they're like, hey, where's Billy? And he's outside trying to wish himself to go to Latveria. Because that's how his powers work. Well, that's That's how he thinks his powers work. Yes, he, that's how he thinks his power works, is that he says something out loud, like, I want to fly, I want to fly, I want to fly, and then he can fly. Uh, it's like a focusing thing. He's gotten way better at it as time has gone on. He doesn't always need to say it now. Yeah. But it's got, like, a special font and everything. And so he's literally saying, like, I want to go to Latveria, I want to go to Latveria. And Quicksilver's literally just like, uh, oh, goodness. If you intend to lie about it, may I suggest that in the future you not announce your intentions every time you cast a spell? You'll find your enemies are easier to defeat if you haven't just told them what you're about to do to them. The element's surprised and all that. And he's like, uh... And I have to admit, I thought I'd have more in common with your brother, the speedster, but here you are, but disobeying my father the moment he turns his back. I'm impressed. And then and he then, turns around, and there's Teddy. There's the whole team standing there, but Teddy, 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 Teddy Oldman. Uh, listen, that's, that's <laughs> that works. Um, this is the best Hulkling is in this entire series, and it's incredible because Hulkling shows up, and he's literally like, "Really, I'm disappointed." And not just because my idiot boyfriend is behaving every bit as irresponsibly as the Avengers predicted he would, predicted he would, but because you're encouraging him, Quicksilver. And then Hulkling threatens to rip Quicksilver's legs off. Also, I should add, Teddy is standing here with his hands, feet shoulder width apart, hands, hands on, on his, his hips, hip. just to fully, I will end you. Like, the scariest, like, soccer mom you've ever seen. Yes. Fully hulked uh, out. He, liter- he literally says, uh, you want to sneak off to Latveria without us? Please do. The less my friends and I have to do with you or your father or Dr. Doom, the better. But if you somehow manage to convince my idiot boyfriend to go with you, I will rip your legs off. D- do we understand each other, Pietro? I thought so. Yeah, Pietro on, says Billy. nothing. He says nothing. <laughs> he stares. And it's incredible because it's just bliss. I love... I love it when characters... Like, it's like a romance trope. I really like it when, like, a normally pretty mild-mannered character goes all, a little off the rails because yeah. they care about someone so much. Where mm-hmm. He's normally, like, a very chill guy. Like, Teddy's not very violent, actually, even though he's pretty strong and really big and can shapeshift into cool, scary monsters. Yeah. He looks like he wants to, like, rip Pietro's legs off and then shove them up his ass. What's <laughs> like, left of it? That's the face here. It's incredible. Uh, so, cuts back to the Avengers, uh, and they're like, we're gonna find, we're gonna find the Scarlet Witch with the help of Wonder Man. They're pushing Wonder Man super hard around this point. Like they you just know brought it back. something is wrong when Wonder Man is the moral compass of the team. Wonder Man is the only one making good decisions here. And this is a problem. Yeah, like Spider-Man and Luke Cage are there, but they're not making any decisions. <laughs> and Logan just wants to fucking murder. So this is, <laughs> Logan does this a lot because he also does this in AVX where he's like, well, I gotta kill Hope. And it's like, what are you What's your problem, man? I literally have a note later uh, for 
Oh, I forgot about Hope. That adds another one. It's an issue. This is issue three, but later in issue four, I literally wrote down, Logan has too many plots where he stabs slash tries to stab a woman with a lot of power just because he believes she's out of control, including Rachel Summers, Jean Grey, Wanda, Hope. We missing anyone? I feel like there's more. He does this a lot. This is this is like a, hey, we need somebody to be morally ambiguous and we don't want to use Frank Castle for it. Wolverine. Uh, yep. And so they're like, "Look, Simon, you're you've got the best connection with Wanda." Uh, and he's like, "Well, what about Quicksilver or the Vision?" And he's like, "Well, you're part of her. What does that mean?" Well, you died. You sacrificed your life to save Wanda's by absorbing the fire or the blast from a Kree ion cannon. Then she brought you back to life with, with sheer force of will. Your whole existence is the last remaining vestige of her power. So we'll use your energy signature to find her. And they're like, what? He's like, okay, but what's the plan when you find her? Or have you not figured that out yet? And that's when Wolverine's like, well, we're going to kill her. And Cap's like, fucking... Wolverine is also like, and if we were smart, we'd get rid of Wiccan too. Yeah. He's just, he just wants to stab. Murder! He wants to murder this poor kid. Who I should... Re- reiterate, Wiccans literally never killed anyone. Wicked Wiccan would never hurt a fly. Um, <laughs> like, Wiccan hasn't hurt anybody. Other than those literal Nazis earlier. Which, um, he just knocked them out and they all woke up fine in the hospital. They said that on the page. We didn't yeah. mention it, but, like, they all woke up okay. Yeah, they, well, we gotta kill her. And it's like, Logan, your whole thing on Utopia right now is, well, we gotta do right by the kids, Scotty. Come on, Slim. Can't you see we're driving him in the wrong direction? But here's this random mutant kid, but because he's not associated with us, let's stab him. Like, he's Even though easier... he's a mutant, there's only 198 of us left. We don't want to kill any of them. Let's stab this one. He's easier on Quentin Quire than he is on Wiccan. And Quentin Quire has absolutely murdered people. Quentin Quire led a fucking hate riot. That led on... to death. He sent he sicked sentinels on everyone. <sighs> anyway, uh, Wonder Man knocks Logan on his ass and leaves. Uh, and he's like, you know, because you were uh, you were in love with her. What happened to you, Williams? Did the witch cast a spell on you too? Or are you still hoping she'll pick you over the robot? Because from where I'm standing, the robot's looking like more of a man than you'll ever be. It's like, well, then you might want to stand back and look again. And he just knocks the shit out of him. And then Yeets Ca- him through a wall. Cap goes like, hey, uh, you good? He's like, are you all right? He's like, are you serious? Like, well, he does have century-level strength. He's like, no, I mean, are you serious about Wanda? Because I don't think you're serious. After all, you were in love with her, too. I forgot about that. I didn't know anything about that. And I haven't Googled it. <laughs> yeah, the you know, it's different time. Boom, boom. I had a feeling that that was a reference to, like, the 70s or something. That, yeah, I think it's, like, some, it's something way far back. And Logan's like, I'm going to go find her and kill her. And, like, we don't need Wolverine for this mission. We need Wonder Man. What do you say, Simon? It's like, nope. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> Fuck off. 
I'm going to find her before Wolverine does. Not because you asked me to, because I owe her that much. We all do. Then we and come back to Latveria. Come where, back to, uh, no, Transia. Billy and Teddy. Oh, Transia, sorry. Transia, which is near Latveria. Billy and Teddy finally have their own bed. Yeah. <laughs> they finally get to share a bed. And, uh... It, Still haven't kissed. Yep. <laughs> uh, they, um, or... Bill, uh, Billy writes a letter to Tommy, and he's like... Which is, uh, to Teddy. Or to, yeah, to Teddy. God. Listen, I they, don't know why they chose those names. I don't know. I don't know why they did it. Billy, Listen, Teddy, and Tommy is the dumbest shit. The number of times that, like, they make Bill and Ted excellent adventures jokes, though, is pretty incredible. Uh, it's not in this book, but in, like, other Young Avengers books, people do it all the time. They're just like, what are Bill and Ted doing on their excellent adventure? <laughs> it's good. Um, but basically, Billy's but yeah. letter is just going like, look, I'm not going to storm the castle or anything. Um, just some light recon. Yeah, Hopefully but... I'll come back and destroy this note before you wake up and read it, but in case I don't do that and the note is still there, then your idiot boyfriend got kidnapped by Doctor Doom and uh, could use some help. I'd tell you to risk your own safety by coming... I'd tell you not to risk your own safety by coming here to rescue me, but I know you will uh, because as previously stated, you are the best boyfriend in the entire world. All my love and apologies, Billy. And uh, Billy comes up with the brilliant idea. I love this plan. Warping reality so he looks like Wanda. This is just such a drag moment, too. He's like, he what? literally turns himself into his mom in like her hot Scarlet Witch outfit. Because <laughs> it's the only way he can see her. It's the only thing he's ever seen her in. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But like, I just. He and says, he's like, I'm sorry, I got lost. Can you show me back to my room, Doombots? He's, he's like, for, for the record, I am not the kind of, the sort of person who enjoys dressing up in his mother's clothes, but I think I made an impression. And then he, they close the door, and he is jumped by the Scarlet Witch. Uh, which then leads to, all right, m- quick, quick, mild, mild tangent time. So I mentioned in the previous episode that I was on that I like started reading comics in high school and I really got into them. I picked this book up because the new 52 had just happened and I was like so burned. There was a copy at my local library and I was writing a paper in high school about the history of representation in superhero comics and I needed to write a chapter about gay representation. And I heard that the Young Avengers had gay characters. They had one copy at my local library. So I picked it up and I read it and I opened to a random page because I was like, what's this about? And it was this page. And I read this page. And I was like, I need to read this book. And it's what got me into reading Marvel. I had never read Marvel before this. So this page is responsible for it. And it's incredible. Because Wanda has Wiccan on the ground. She's got her, like, awesome, like, designer shoe, like, on his chest. She got the boot pressed to his chest. Hot and badass. And... <laughs> She literally says, who are you? And what are you doing in my room? And then all of the next things are what Wiccan is thinking. And he says, I'm your son. I'm the son you thought was dead, but whose soul migrated into the body into, of a gay Jewish fanboy. I'm an idiot. And he's like, and I'm here to rescue you from Dr. Doom. And, she's like, and specifically, the, my, your, my soul migrated into the body of a gay Jewish fanboy. I read that sentence and I was like... All right, I'm checking this out of the library. 
<laughs> like, like, okay, you're coming with me. Uh, she's like, well, how do you intend to do that? And he's like, in spite of the fact that you just saw me, you just threw me on the ground and pinned me to the, and pinned me there with your heel. I actually kind of a superhero in training, but I got powers and everything. Magic powers. I'm Wiccan of the Young Avengers. We met before outside the mansion. You probably don't remember me, but I'm here on behalf of your father. And uh, she's like, my dad's dead. And he's like, you no, no, he's fine. He's worried about you. Quicksilver is too. But she's like, young man, I th- I'm afraid you have me confused with someone else. My name is Wanda Maximoff. He's like, I know. And right now you're either pretending to have amnesia so I, you can make a new start, which I more than understand. Or you do have amnesia and nothing I'm saying is making sense to you at all, which I'm sorry about. But either way, we got to get you out of here. And she's like, no, no, I'm totally safe. Uh, I'm, In fact, I'm getting married tomorrow. To and he's who? Like, to whom? And to me. me. It's fucking doom. Doom. <laughs> to fucking Dr. Doom. Imagine that. finding out that Dr. Doom was about to be your stepdad. I'd freak out. Uh... <laughs> So Billy has to fight Dr. Doom. He gets wrecked we get real fast. fucking ass kicked. Immediately. And he's like, look, I'm, he- I'm here to tell her the truth. Or it's like, you need to tell her the truth. It would tell her why I'm here, tell her who she really is. And he's like, I'm trying to protect you. I'm trying to protect us all. And he, he is, ins- Billy is powering through. He lasts like, longer than I gave him credit for a second Yeah, it's, it's a few pages. for two and then, pages. And then Doom just blasts and he's like, blacked. you are playing with fire, boy. And she's like, he he's a boy. He had no intention of harming me. He's like, you are too trusting, my love, even of me. Tomorrow you marry the king of Latveria, a man with more enemies than allies, all of whom will become your enemies. So please hear me when I tell you, it is not too late to reconsider. God, Wanda is so hot in this book. Yeah, glad you said it. <laughs> She's got this cool corset and this green skirt and green she cloak. Matches, it's real. It's she really matches good. Doom. She she's got a Doom aesthetic, but it's still definitely Scarlet Witch because of the corset and mm, yeah. it's and the and the cloak. It's listen. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. And she gets a wedding dress later. It's incredible. The 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 wedding dress is. Also great. If I speak, I'm going to be in very, very big trouble. <laughs> uh, and so uh, they're like, it cuts back to the Young Avengers plus Quicksilver and Magneto. And he's like, Magneto says, so review the plan. What plan, Father? This isn't a plan. It's a stunt. You're going to create some kind of distraction while we try not to get caught and or killed while searching the corridors and Castle Doom for Wand and Wicked. And Tommy's like, yeah, this sounds like a plan. That's because you're 12, 16. Like I said, 12. <laughs> uh, it's just like, guys, can we please just go rescue my idiot boyfriend? This is also all Billy will be referred to as for like a couple issues is idiot boyfriend. Is, yeah, <laughs> like his idiot name boyfriend. now. <laughs> that is, listen, as somebody's idiot boyfriend, I get it. Um... And so Patriot, again, well, I guess Magneto gets his invasion of Latveria after all. And Hawkeye's... Fucking Eli! Would you shut the fuck up? (laughs) That's Hawkeye's default emotion, this whole story. is like, Eli, shut the fuck up. Stop fucking talking. I'm in charge, asshole. Oh, my goodness. 
Uh, and then they all notice that A, Wonder Man is here. B, a bunch of like different aliens are here for the wedding and are just like flying in. None of these aliens will ever show up on page, and none of these spaceships are gonna matter anymore. <laughs> they show up for like a hot second just to show the scale. Yeah. Also, the Avengers have been tracking Wonder Man because they were basically like, we, we revved him up and he's ready to go and he's going to go try to find Wanda and we just need to follow him. And he's like, you all followed me here, didn't you? And Spider-Man's like, dead. Busted. Uh, so Doom heals Wiccan and also takes away his powers. Also reveals that he knows Wiccan's name and Wiccan fanboys over that for a hot like, second. Doctor he's like, Doom knows Doom? who. Doctor Doom knows who I am. Uh, and he's like, you're about to marry a pow- you're about to marry a woman with the powers of a god. He's like, yeah, but her powers are gone. Her mind seems to have repressed her memory and her magic to heal itself. How did you ever find her? I did. Oh, I didn't. She found me. She came looking for my help on behalf of her people. I found it impossible to, re- to refuse her. He's like, and I'm not supposed to believe... That you're in love with her? She's like, <laughs> listen, I get it. I wouldn't believe that either. I'm Dr. Doom. Why would you think that I'd fall in love with anybody? But, yeah. Incredible. And then he basically says, like, hey, Wiccan, you are pretty powerful yourself. You're pretty cool. Um, And I want to help your mom. And you want to help your mom. So why don't you hang out here? And you can be my guest. And you will have my protection. And then, um, it'll all be okay. Uh, and it's very obvious that this means, like, either come willingly or you're my prisoner. But I think that this would be a great setup for a what-if issue. I want a one-shot of what if Billy decided to take the protection of Doctor Doom? What, what if, if Doom just Billy, married what, Wanda? What, like, what if Doom married Wanda, adopted the twins... And they lived in Latveria. <laughs> what if? You know, you don't have to call me dad or anything. <laughs> I, I fully believe that, that what if would end with Billy eventually usurping and killing Doom and becoming the new Doctor Doom. And it would be incredible. That's the best way for Look, that Look, let go. me write that. <laughs> I'm not even a writer. I'll try. <laughs> uh, but, uh... So Magneto creates a diversion by grabbing these alien ships and uh, yes. just fucking shit up. They the rest of them rush in does. to go try to save to find Billy and get him out. Uh, and then of course the fucking Avengers show up, making everything worse. Things are getting worse by the minute. Luke Cage, by the way. <laughs> Luke Cage is what wearing... is that facial hair? What is that facial his, hair? His goatee gets thinner by the issue. Why is it so? It looks like he drew it on with eyeliner, not hair. He is he is wearing a muscle tee, jeans, uh, with a, a belt, belt buckle that says, says Cage. Cage. Which, by the way, I referenced this in the Mortal Kombat episode. Johnny Cage also has. It's the same belt buckle. <laughs> Uh, Billy is inside trying to uh, get his powers. Trying back to manifest his away. getting his powers back. Uh, Wanda comes in. Man, incredible dress, incredible, beautiful gowns. 
diamond necklace, good hair. Hammer hammered out. <laughs> That's a beautiful corset. The, the those things are thanging respectfully. Yeah, and not in like a creepy way. Like a lot of comics draw like boobs and they look like awful and like either they would be painful or like not like mm-hmm. it's a weird power fantasy kind of thing. This is just hot. Yeah, it's just like how people look. <laughs> this is just how hot people look. This is what hot people look the, like. The curls. So good. And she's basically like, Doom won't tell me the truth. So, kid, um, start talking. Tell me about the Scarlet Witch. And so he's like, okay, but you got to get me out of here. And so he, he's like, the Scarlet Witch, he tells her her whole own story. He tells her his story, essentially. They include the master pandemonium baby hands in this. There's a panel. A master pandemonium with the baby hands. So at one point, Master Pandemonium steals the souls, like back, like way back yeah. when the babies were like babies, or the twins were babies, and he like steals their souls, and their their bodies become his hands. So like his arm, from like the elbow down to the wrist, is like we're an arm, but then it becomes the torso of a baby, and they have like the heads and the hands. So he has total of technically four hands, but they're baby hands because his hands are babies. <laughs> My favorite thing is in the um, Empire, uh, Lords of Empire Hulkling one-shot written by Anthony Oliveira, which I absolutely love. He's like one of my favorite comic writers, even though he's written like four one-shots and that's it. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's one of my favorite comic writers. And he brought that up in his issue and I had forgotten about it. And Speed goes on this entire rant about it. It's like, behind other texts you can't read the whole thing but speed goes on this rant about basically like how fucked up is that like what would have happened (laughs) if this man needed to like eat food would i be holding a cheeseburger with my little baby hands but he would be the one eating it using my little baby (laughs) i can't get over the baby hands the stupid master pandemonium baby This is another one. It's, it's like the it High is... Evolutionary. It shows up for one panel. They do not elaborate and they move on. But it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Uh, he tells uh, <laughs> he tells her about the history of the um, of the Young Avengers. I forgot how much I like Patriot's old costume with the full face mask. It. It's so good, and uh, and Wiccan's costume with the ears, where with the wingtips. Well, because he's trying to be Thor. Well, that's when he was calling himself Asgardian. And they made him change it because they were like, listen, if the public finds out that you're gay, they're going to make Asgardian jokes. And we can't have that. Change your goddamn name. And that's why he became Wiccan. (laughs) In canon, for the record, that is not a meta thing. Yes, that's not like a meta thing. That's for real. They say that on. They literally just like, listen, you got to change your name before they find out about you and Teddy. We can't have that. And he's like, I see. I understand. Right. Uh, they get outside. <laughs> Wicked it is. Wicked it is. They get outside, and there is just a, a full-blown... There is a fight. There is a melee, a brawl, a brouhaha. Uh, <laughs> just shit happening. And Matt Wolverine dives from nowhere. He, like, fastball specials himself. Tackles Wanda... Ready to stab. Ready for stabby, stabby, stabby. Put her down. Da- 
push her around in the dirt? Do you feel like a man, Logan? This woman has no memory, has no powers at the moment. She has no idea what the fuck is going on. She's face down in the dirt saying it doesn't hurt. She said she's finally had enough. Your little man has his fist like under her chin in the classic like put one claw up, put the second claw up. If you put the middle claw up, it'll stab her. Yeah. Like, she just, she's very confused. Yeah, she doesn't fucking know what's going on. Billy then somehow manages to tackle Logan. And I would just like to say, a normal person tackling Logan should be impossible. Like, Logan's like a gajillion pounds. Oh, so he weighs no like 700 pounds. Brawny. Billy's like 120 pounds. Max, this, this boy like, is tiny. He's like, she's not the Scarlet Witch anymore. Uh, she has no powers, no memory. He's like, thanks for letting me know, Junior. That's going to make my job so much easier. He's like, I thought you of all people would understand what she's going through. Oh, I understand. I even sympathize. But that doesn't change the fact that uh, she wiped out an entire species with three little words. No more mutants. Right, Wanda? Well, you got your wish, sweetheart. Thanks to you, there's only a few of us left. And now, thanks to me, there's about to be one less. This is the only page in which I understand Logan's motivation in the entire comic. Yes. Because this is the only time that he makes it about, like, you hurt my people and this is you, vengeance. Every you hurt other time our people. Like, yeah, every single t- other time he's like, she's too dangerous and must be put down. This time he's not like, you're too dangerous. He he's might as well like, be calling you Wanda. This. He might as well be calling Wanda a race traitor. Oh, he absolutely. She's a pretender. <laughs> the 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 thing about the pretender thing is it may like when uh I know like, she was a pretender because it meant that she like tricked Cerebro into thinking she was a mutant. Yes. <laughs> That's what they mean by it. Like she was the pretender to Magneto's throne. She was a pretender to being a mutant. But also like she fucking destroyed us. But yeah. But yeah. like the pretender thing is a like, a thing that only makes sense in the face of the retcon. Yeah, this it here, doesn't he, make sense with no retcon. Yeah, here he might like he might as well be calling her a fucking race traitor. Yeah, basically, and then he gets zapped by Iron Lad, who I like, thought for a second was Cyclops. Like the beam comes from off screen, and it's just a, a and it's red, red beam. And I was like, what the I fuck is Scott Cyclops? doing? Nope, it's Iron Lad. Iron Lad, I'm back, Billy. I'm here to protect you. The future depends on it. Uh Iron Lad is such a fucking mess, but like a good. Fu- li- I have found Kang the Conqueror interesting twice in all of comics. One is everything that has to do with the Young Avengers, mostly because of Iron Lad, because like what can turn someone into Kang the Conqueror? Yeah. Uh, two, the Loki television show. <laughs> Shout Incredible. out Jonathan Majors. Listen, I'm telling you, every single one of those TV shows on Disney Plus is setting up at least one Young Avenger per TV show. We got yeah. two out of Loki. Anyway. My <laughs> Young Avengers TV show agenda. That's definitely going to happen. happen. That's 2023, for sure. I sounded crazy when I said it before WandaVision even came out, though. Because I, I was think... saying it this time last year, because I was like, if the twins are in this show, they're making a Young Avengers TV show. Oh, the second... And then the twins showed up, and I was like, hell yeah, this is happening. The second that they showed that she was pregnant, I was like, oh, they're doing Young Avengers. Yeah. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Eli's there, and then Kate has her own show. Like, I know it's a yep. show she shares with, with Clint, but that's the Kate show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you get, um, you get 
Iron Lad is another Kang the Conqueror. They set that up in Loki. And then you get Kid Loki at the end of everything. Right. The one who killed Thor, who doesn't die. He's just around, so you can have that kid do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And then we already have Cassie from the Ant-Man movies. And because yep. of the blip and the time skip, because she didn't blip, she's old enough now to be the youngest member of the team. So uh, that's my, yeah, she's like my brand unified Young Avengers theory. Yep. Um, so Cap and Patriot are th- th- being fucking Boy Scouts. Being bros. Being fucking narcs. <laughs> Captain America, you are a narc. Freaking immediately. And they both, like, constantly are agreeing with each other. They're fighting doom bots. He's like, for the record, Cap's like, for the record, I'm not the kind of guy who says I told you so. I can't tell you how glad I am to hear that, Cap. But if I were that kind of guy, hypothetically speaking, I might say something like, see, this is why we didn't want you kids going after the Scarlet Witch. Enough said. We've got a Legion of Doombots program to kill us. We got Avengers, Young Avengers, and former Avengers standing what looks like an invasion, staging what looks like an invasion of Alvaria. We've got Doctor Doom and Magneto trying to out bad girl, trying to out bad guy each other to death, and we've got we got Wolverine flying through the air backwards. Where did he come from? More importantly, who's powerful enough to do that to Wolverine? That would be me. And Iron Lad flies across the most chaotic two panels ever and freaking cassie in the background well i say background she's giant she Literally is the looks, background goes, nathaniel like rest in peace teen vision like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i'm You're about to end this man's God. whole career <laughs> you gotta start <laughs> teen vision gonna have to sing in the rain oh uh, and she just she likes him so much because she's 14 and he's just like, uh, Cassie, you're a target. Stop it. And he catches her. And she, like, she shrinks down to normal size and he catches her. And she's like, Oh my like, God. She is smiling so, so big. She's just so excited that he's there. It's adorable. She's so cute. I she's love like, this kid. What are you doing here? How long can you, how can you even be here? How long can you stay? Can you tell I'm happy to see you? It's, it's so cute. She's got. Team Vision is watching. <laughs> and in the tiniest text oh, ever, the tiniest font, he goes, Cassie? Cassie? Oh, man. Oh. As Iron Lad's being all suave, and Vision's just like, Cassie? <laughs> in the middle of the fight, mind you, everyone is still fighting. The fighting He's, has not stopped. You are, you are losing your girl in real time. Yeah. And then she shrinks down, she rides on Iron Lad's shoulder, which is just adorable. Buddy. He's just hanging out. <laughs> Buddy, it's it's looking bad for you, Teen Vision. And Iron Lad's basically like, hey, I've been getting better at navigating the space-time continuum. So that whole, like, I had to leave to save the future and not make branching timelines things. Not a problem anymore. Series, not a problem anymore. I can hang out as long as needed. And everybody's like, Buddy, are you sure about that? Because you were, like, really close to becoming Kang the Conqueror last time. Did you fix that? And he's like, it'll be fine. Meanwhile, Doom is wrecking Billy's shit. He is... <laughs> oh, again. Again. Mind you. Again. With magic. And uh, Wanda's like, he's just a he's just a boy. And he's like, yeah, and... uh. <laughs> He's apparently much more than that. Even without his powers, Wiccan still managed to escape his cell, kidnap his allies, and kidnap you. She's like, well, you didn't do that. I freed him. The boy traveled halfway around the world to risk his life looking for me. I had to find out why. 
She's like, he told me his story, yes. And she's like, uh, he's like, do you believe him? He's like, do I believe that I'm an all-powerful sorceress and who lost her children and murdered her friends? No, Victor. But the real question is, why are you so afraid that I believe it? And then the best thing that could possibly happen in this moment happens, which is Magneto bursts in through the wall yelling, Doom! <laughs> I'm telling Which, you, adding Doom makes any comic book better because you get moments like this where Magneto can bust through a wall and just yell, Doom! Wanda's still in her wedding dress, by the way. Oh, it's getting wrecked. Yeah, she 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 is going through some shit, and she's holding it like Cinderella and the clock's uh, it's at 11.55. And oh. Billy meets back up with everybody and is like, so, this is Wanda... Uh, and Doom, Doom, Magneto, and Iron Man start to catch up with them, and uh, Iron Lad uses his powers to jump into time, into the time stream, mm-hmm. and they decide. Uh, Cassie makes the suggestion: we need to go back to the day she killed my dad. Uh, because and. Maybe that will jog her memory. And everyone's like, Cassie, we know exactly what you're trying to do here. <laughs> Eli immediately is like, Cassie. <laughs> All you've talked about like this whole 14, time is how much you want us to bring like, your dad back. We we cannot alter time and bring your dad back. It's like, have you ever had a child lie to you and you know for a fact that they think they're being so slick? And you're just like, I see everything you are setting up here and you know what we're just gonna play along with it a little bit that's everyone with cassie right right <laughs> and iron lad's like look, look look we're not gonna change the past i developed a new technology which would allow us to inhabit a moment in time without altering it it'll be fine i promise mm-hmm. it immediately goes wrong <laughs> just immediately not fine also iron lad is being such a little shit because they're back in time now this is before uh cassie's dad has died and he turns to the vision and he's like, oh, congratulations, by the way, um, because now that Wanda's back, uh, Wanda and the vision never got divorced because uh, there was like a whole death thing in the middle there. They never got divorced. So you're technically married to her. So congratulations on he's the fucking, wife. Look at his fucking face, too. <laughs> he's literally like, oh, like, please, so, please, robot so clone of me. Go be with your wife. Uh, so I can date Cassie. Thanks. <laughs> Wild, because this vision is not the same vision. No, this vision it's is a... Like, this vision has never been married to Wanda before. This vision has never met Wanda. doesn't have her memories. Like, this vision's just a teenager who just likes this other teenager and his, like, weird creator showed up. His weird brother. <laughs> like, in um, the Marvel sense where a character, like, if it's a clone, it's their sibling... Yeah. Like, uh, imagine you had a twin brother who just showed up and is like, by the way. I'm going to steal your girl. She was mine before she was yours. And she only likes you because you look like me. She only likes you because you're me. (laughs) Which is just so fucking brutal. Uh, Cassie sees her dad. And runs over to him. And, and Iron Lad's like, it's fine. He can't see this her. This will be fine. This will be fine. <laughs> Immediately sees her. Immediately sees her. She hugs him. And he's like, <laughs> uh, my bad. My bad. I fucked this up. My fault. <laughs> and Kate, 
who doesn't get a lot of character like time in this comic, which is fine because she'll be in Hawkeye like pretty soon after yeah. this. Um, like she'll she'll be okay. Um, but she's literally like, "Do you have any idea what you've done?" He's <laughs> like, "Well, it's fine. It's fine. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. It's fine." fine, fine, fine. Uh. And he's like, aren't you supposed to be at your mom's today? What are you wearing? Who are your friends? He's like, oh, they're from school. Such a cute little domestic moment of just like, wait a second. Aren't you supposed to be at your mom's today? Like, wait a second. Why is my daughter here? Yeah. Uh, Luckily for them, it's close enough to Halloween that she can say, "Uh, we're dressing as young Avengers for Halloween. Uh, I promised them a tour of the mansion. So he's like, you want to introduce me? Oh, you have no idea how much. And then he says, no, I love all your costumes. They're really good. But I think the Jack of Hearts costume is in poor taste. And they turn around and it's zombie Jack of Hearts. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, uh. I know nothing about Jack of Hearts. I also know nothing about Jack of Hearts. I decided that I didn't want to actually look up and wiki dive how all these people died. And like, I'm, I'm going off of what they tell me in the comic. And so I'm assuming that, like, Jack of Hearts either was an Avenger or was a villain of an Avenger or something he's, like that and died at some Avenger, point. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Wanda resurrects his corpse to yep. nuke the Avengers mansion. And apparently, normally, Ant-Man dies in the blast. But this time, they run. They run, and it seems like they it seems like they've used Iron Lad's tech to jump back to the present. Uh, instead, what happens is Wanda used her powers to uh, to warp reality back to the present. And nowadays, in the present, there's no Ant Man. Or sorry, there is still an Ant Man memorial statue. Yeah, yeah. But my understanding of that was basically like they yoinked him back to the present at the exact same time the Avengers Mansion exploded. So every like it didn't fuck with the time stream because everybody just assumed he died. Right. And he didn't show up any time in the meantime. So, like, I think it's fine from, like, a time loop perspective. Yes. Um, it was just a, he should have died, but he didn't, is the yeah. is the warp. But it's a, it's a reality warp instead of time travel, so it's fine. Yeah. Uh, um, and, surprise, Wanda gets her costume back and her powers and her memories. Yeah, and we get this really, it's a really cool shot of Wanda, too. It is. It is. I, I've i always found the color combo of the pink and the red to be weird. Yes. It works here, but, like, as a costume, those colors just don't Because it's, like, go. different shades of, like, pink and red. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Also, the one, okay, I do have, I do have one critique, which is that, or one thing I've always hated about her costume is so she wears this, like, red, like, swimsuit that's, like, a corset with, like, a bustier part at the top. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing pink tights. That's not the problem. She's also wearing a pink shirt that, like, is a long sleeve shirt and is supposed to be, like, tights-like material. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is that this undershirt has, like, the boob sock problem. Yeah. Where you can still see individual, like, cleavage that, like... It's not, this is the one thing that bothers me so much about, like, female superhero costumes is basically, like, ideally, every single superhero who has boobs is wearing a sports bra. Yes. Like, there is no world in which they are not wearing a sports bra to fight crime. And so when I see, like, individually drawn boobs 
underneath the costume, I'm like, why? <laughs> also, shirts don't do that. That's not how that works. Like, uh, the costume would be, could be exactly the same and just ditch the pink top that goes underneath it and just have that be bare skin, and that's fine. Yeah. She's magic. She can wear a bustier. She doesn't need a sports bra, but, like, you can't have... Ugh. So annoying. Uh, so now that Wanda has her memories back, she's like, I wanted the Avengers to experience loss. I wanted them to face the sins of their past the way I had to face mine. So I confronted them with their failures, their addictions, their mistakes. A fleet of Kree warships... Uh, seeking revenge for the Kree-Shiar war and an army of Ultron robots. And uh, it starts to happen again. Guess what time it is? Guess it's what time uh... it is? Guess what time? It's time! <laughs> oh, I've been, I've been so patient waiting to get to talk about this. I've mentioned this in other episodes. I think I mentioned the Avengers X-Men episode. You did. Uh, so Hawkeye, Jessica Jones, and the Beast show up. And uh, they're like... Uh, Hawkeye with his dumb costume with the yep. H on the forehead. Jessica says, you've got to give the kids credit. They at least found her. Nobody else could. And uh, Beast says, that's not entirely true. And Hawkeye goes, oh, you found her too. It's like, yeah, in transient, we found we had tea. And uh, Hawkeye goes, same here. We had tea too. And then Jessica figured, Jones goes, oh my God, Clint, you had sex with her. <laughs> the beast is the beast is so upset by the, you what and Hawkeye's like can we focus on the impending catastrophe here the Kree the Ultrons the Scarlet Witch see and the funny um, thing is I've read the I can't remember what comic it's in that that happens but I've read it it's a very like romantic kind wait, of thing wait really I thought he was making that I didn't know that happened on page and they were making a reference. Yes. Yeah, it was a real thing that happened on page. Oh, no. I thought this was the only time this was ever brought up. No. Because a couple pages later, Clint and Beast are informed. because that, that Wanda was, like, yeah, was a Doombot. And Jessica Jones and Beast lose <laughs> their shit. And actually, listen, it's literally one page later. And they say, no, that one's uh, Doom replaced the real Wanda with a Doombot so he could marry her. Uh, and so the, the, the Wanda we found in Transia there, turned there out go. to be a Doombot. And, and Hawkeye's like, what? what? You're, You're joking. And Jessica and just shitty just... grin. Oh, please don't be joking. Please don't be joking. <laughs> yes, that was a thing that happened on the page. I cannot for the life of me remember what it is in. But yes, Hawkeye and Hawkeye finds her at Wondagore Mountain. And they spend the night together. And he's like, I won't okay. tell anybody. I'm sex I found with you a here. doom bot. Clint Barton <laughs> had <laughs> sex with a doom bot. This means canonically, doom, doom made, made an anatomically correct doom bot that Hawkeye had sex with. I don't know what Latveria's number one export is. But if I were to find out that it were real dolls. I was about to say. <laughs> freaking like life model decoys. It's oh all I can think of is that, uh, that, that Reddit thread where it's like, if you could have sex with one person throughout history, dead or alive, who would it be? And the guy starts talking about his wife. Like his dead wife. <laughs> and then <laughs> he's like, I, don't I also think this guy's dead, dead wife. wife. <laughs> 
That is exactly that. This is the most top-tier Hawkeye moment, most Clint Barton Hawkeye moment that has ever existed. Because this man is a dumpster fire of a human being who constantly sleeps with women but can't have relationships with them because he's, like, too much of just a garbage human being. Like, he's not a piece of shit. He just can't get his life together. So it absolutely makes sense that he's like, I had this one-night stand with Wanda, and it was great, and that it's a fucking doom <laughs> Uh, okay, so I just I just double checked. It is in New Avengers number twenty six. I will have to look that up later. Which is three or four years before this. So it this is a plot thread that really good. lived hanging. Uh, this comic is really good at deep cuts with yeah. <laughs> with the master pandemonium baby hands and the Clint having sex with the Doombot. Clint, Clint Barton. Raw dog to Doombot. Clint Barton. Uh, And Jessica Jones knows about it. Oh my god. Jessica Jones knows where the bodies are buried. Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Remember Jessica Jessica Jones had a crush on Peter Parker in high school? Oh my god. I forgot about that, but I have heard of that. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. She tells, like, when Peter unmasks in front of her and Luke and Danny, uh, she's like, oh, my God, we sat next to each other in science. Uh, I had a huge crush on you. And he's like, Peter and Luke, they're like, you what? Luke looks, like, actually jealous. It's like, it's been, like, 15 years. Luke, get over it. (gasps) Oh. I also should mention that Jessica Jones used to be the mentor for the Young Avengers in their first book. Uh, it was when she was pregnant, so she wasn't doing, like, full Avengers work. Yeah. But she was training them, so, like, she was basically, like, their... I don't know, I guess almost like their Alfred. Like, she was like their... She was, she was like Emma to Gen X. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good description. She was their Professor X, too. Yeah. Like, but more morals than good old Chuck. And... <sighs> Like, very pregnant at the time. And so, like, she loves these kids because, like, she hangs out with them all the time. Um, Which also makes sense as to why then um, later in um, West Coast, well, in Hawkeye and then later in West Coast Avengers, uh, Kate will go to her for, like, hey, how do I be a private eye? And she's like, here's how you be a private eye. And also go talk to Jessica Drew as well. Um, Because they're besties, which is fun. Um, so, but anyway, so Wanda's like causing chaos and stuff. While they realize that all the Ultrons and the Kree, thing. yeah, they realize that all the Ultrons and the Kree are aiming at her to try and kill herself. Uh, and so they stop that. And during this, Speed refers to Kate as Hawkette. And she's like, Call me that again, and I'll use you for target practice. Which is my second favorite riff on Hawkeye things that they give Kate. Um, the first one in the first Young Avengers book is Hawkingbird because she she raids the Avengers mansion for weapons and she takes Hawkeye's bow and Mockingbird's sword and straps them both to her back and they were literally like, what should we call you, Hawkingbird? And she's like, don't call me Hawkingbird. <laughs> uh, there is the point where they start calling Clint Hawkeye. Yes, which is great. It's in his series. Uh, With Pizza Dog. But- yeah, I love that so much. Also, this is the first time that they have, like, a positive relationship. Because, yeah. A, he calls her Hawkeye, which is, this is the first time that's happened. Because the last time that they interacted, he, like, took his bow back and was like, you're not ready to be Hawkeye. Um, so, 
he calls her Hawkeye, which is a big deal. And this is the first time they really have, like, a rapport. Yeah. Which is, it's really nice. Yeah, he, uh, because she's like, she's like, uh, or he says, speaking of which, you told Scott there's a new Ant-Man, which popped me because they're talking about my boy, Eric O'Grady. I have no idea who you're talking about. (laughs) Eric O'Grady, a.k.a. the irredeemable Ant-Man. Uh, he's... Ant-Man and a total comic was called? It is called the Irredeemable Ant-Man, yes. He's a total piece of shit. He tries to have sex with his best friend's his dead best friend's ex-girlfriend on said dead best friend's grave. He That's some Mary Shelley bullshit right there. He and then when she's like, sorry, it's weird. We can't fuck on his grave. And she gets up and leaves. He turns and he looks at the headstone. And he's like, what are you looking at? Okay, maybe we should wait until the Wanda situation is resolved before we introduce this Ant-Man to the original. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> have you told Scott there's a new Ant-Man? Ant-Man. And she's like, I thought he'd appreciate hearing it from the guy who used to be the only Hawkeye. Ah, passing the buck like a born leader, Hawkeye. Want to take over? Because I have no idea what to do next. Uh, also, this is when Ant-Man learns that Cassie has superpowers and is stature. Yeah. Um, and he's so proud of her. She's like, I hope you're not mad. I steal your pim particles all the time. And uh, I'm a superhero now. And he looks so proud. And he said, Mad, are you kidding? My daughter's a superhero. And Jess just says, she's a good one, too. So I guess it runs in the family. And it's the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. Hold on to that moment. I know. Hold that in your heart. We'll need it. We'll need it soon. Uh, Cassie takes Billy up to Wanda, and he's like, it's like she's possessed, like some outside forces controlling her. And she's like, okay, but what if it's not? Uh, Literally, this is... This is- we should have kept a timer or a counter for the number of times that Billy is just like, it's probably not Wanda's fault. And someone right next to him is like, this looks like Wanda's fault. <laughs> this looks like it's Wanda's fault. Yeah, but it's not. It's like Dr. Doom or something. No, dude, it's her. It's your mom. And uh, he's like, your friends are a lot. Like Wanda's like, look, all these people are dead because of me. Your friends. Are, she's like, my friends, my husband, my children, all dead because of me. And he's wanted to listen to me. Your friends are alive. Your husband is alive, sort of. And I know this may be hard to be alive, but I think your children are alive, too. He's like, he's like uh, what? He's like, well, how do you explain identical twin boys named William and Thomas who just happen to have magic powers and super speed? You mean that is Wanda's like, you mean that's what this has been about? That's why you started a war with Doom? Because you thought maybe somehow I might be your mother? And he's like, you are. I know you are. Use your powers. They'll tell you whether or not I'm your son. And she says, I'm sorry, Billy. Like, she uses her powers. There's like this big feedback moment. He says, well, she's like, I'm sorry, Billy. What kind of mother doesn't even recognize her own son? Another example of Billy, shut the fuck up. Which is, she says to him, forgive me. And he responds, there's nothing to forgive. And she says back, there's quite a lot, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, a lot of shit here is my fault. But they're both, like, ugly crying. They're both ugly crying, but I do find it really funny that he's just like, you don't need to forgive anything. And she's like, yeah. No, dude, uh, I, I fucked up. I, I hurt a lot of people. There's no two ways about I, that, son. 
like, buddy, I, uh, I fucked up. And so they, they fly down to Tommy and he's they're like, Tommy, I know you don't believe any of this. He's like, no, it's not that I don't believe it. I just don't see the point. Cause like, even if she is our mom, it doesn't change anything. She betrayed her friends. She murdered people. She almost wiped out an entire race, which by the way, is their race. Yeah. They don't like ever try to be mutants is the thing like because they're in avengers books like they never they never talk to other mutants about being mutants right this is like the closest you ever get is in this book with yeah they they really never they really never get into it um but i love this moment with tommy here like this is one of those when i was reading it i was like i want more stories about this kid because yeah. like he's always pushed to the side in like every single young, young Avengers yeah, thing. He... He's always about Billy, and he's just like kind of there to crack jokes. And it's like, no, no, I want a Tommy story. I I was thinking about it because like the other character that is the characters that are affected the most by the Wanda Redcon are Pietro and Tommy. Oh yeah, like it's a reverse situation where a lot of times a story will exist uh, to serve a male character, and all the female characters kind of get fucked by it. This is like the reverse of that. It's a rare example of the opposite, where that retcon exists to serve Wanda. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't mess with Billy, is the thing. And it doesn't it doesn't affect because, Billy at all. But Pietro Billy and, doesn't need to be related to Magneto to be a threat. He needs to be related to Wanda. Everybody else needs to be related to Magneto, but Billy just needs to be Wanda's son. That's it. Right. And Billy, or Tommy, being Magneto's grandson and being so similar to Magneto in personality. And then the retcon that he's not related to that stuff at all. It really leaves him without anything to do. Except now he gets to be a North Star fanboy. And make out with Prodigy all the time. Which I am 100% there for. But, you know, with X-Factor being gone, it's like... I know, I'm so sad about that. What What do we do with him now? Because so nobody that. related to the Avengers stuff really cares about this character. Nobody wants anything to do with him. Like, they found yeah. they found something for Kate to do. They found... Billy yeah, has she's this, got her own book right now. Right, Billy had this whole other thing going on. Billy's has, in space. Teddy's right. in space. Patriot has been... Patriot was shelved for a while. I think he's just now coming back. I think I heard that there was like legal reasons with that. Right, there was a, a legal dispute, uh, and so that's why Eli was gone. Cassie was dead, and then she wasn't. She came back. Uh, they just I, murdered America Chavez's entire character. Right. Oh, I'm mad about that. But Tommy has really been because he's really not around much in Young Avengers Volume Two. He well, disappears like pretty immediately. He right, hangs the, out. Prodigy for like one or two issues and then he gets like kind of kidnapped to another dimension and then he accidentally kisses prodigy and then that's the end and then the next time and then they pop up kind of here and there they are in a sim tommy himself is in a similar boat to where the runaways were after um after that book got it didn't get canceled just went on hiatus and then eventually came back um like there was stuff you could do with molly because of the mutant stuff. Yeah. But, like, Carolina and... Uh, Carolina and uh, Chase and Nico, it was like, okay, we got to find something to do with these characters. And then that very quickly... And they became, went over to Avengers stuff. They went over to Avengers stuff for a while. They would show up in X-Men stuff every so often. 
But like that very quickly became Nico and Chase. We have something to do for you guys. What do you do with Carolina? What do you do with Clara? What do you do with Victor? And they found something for Victor, but like, listen, that Visions book is really fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> and how they handle it in that new, uh, the the most recent Runaways series, how they handle the fallout from that, also really fucking good. Yes, if you haven't read it, the one by Rainbow Rowell. Yeah, I've, highly I've, recommend. I've... Love that book. And like they found something for Alex to do, but then it was like, what do we do with Carolina? All she did from the time that book got canceled till the time the book came back was date date Transonic. Yeah, date one of the um, Power Pack kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, not Transonic. No, yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was the the, the Power Pack Julie Power. That's it. Yes. The one who flies with rainbows. Right. Like how Carolina flies with rainbows. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They have the same fucking power. Yeah, that's literally what they bond over. It's like an Mm -hmm. issue of like Avengers Academy or something. Incredible. Uh, Anyway, but yeah, Tommy really has not had much to do until Leah Williams used him a little bit in X Factor. Excuse my pun. Tommy needs a shepherd (laughs) to bring him back. Into the fold. See, you're right. <laughs> um, and so the Avengers, the Avengers plus Magneto fly in, and uh, Pietro still a little ways out because they're still like flying back from Latveria. Latveria. So they're right. still like an hour out. Pietro's like talking to Professor. How is she? Is she all right? I was speaking with my sister at once. And he's like, "What the?" F-? Hawkeye's like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh, that's Pietro. Uh, we're gonna throw him out of the airlock. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's it's so good. And the Avengers are basically like, stay there. And Wanda's like, I will. I've committed crimes. The, the next three issues of this are Wanda going, Hey, I didn't I know what I did. I I need to own up to it. Let me make up for it. And everyone else is going, No. Either no or no, you need to come to our jails. Yes. <laughs> and then they acknowledge the possibility possibility that Wanda could give mutants their powers back because that's what she wants to do more than anything else. She wants to make it right. She wants to reverse the decimation. And my favorite intro for a bunch of characters ever, which is Hawkeye says, so who do we know who's desperate and or stupid enough to be our former mutant guinea pig? And oh, Jessica Jones says, that's easy. Jamie Madrox and X Factor. <laughs> And cut to Jamie Madrox, the multiple man, Shatterstar, Richter, and Strong Guy of X Factor. Where Note, are the women of they, this team? I like to think that uh, Siren and Rain and I want to say better things to do. had better things to do. Like, uh, fucking go do this stupid shit, we guess. Uh, we're not going. <laughs> Oh my goodness, because it's only the men. Like, to the, to the point that I literally, the very first time, this is my first intro to X-Factor, like, ever reading Marvel Comics. I didn't know there were women on the team. Yeah, until it looks like it's just later. these four dickheads. <laughs> it was these four guys. <laughs> also, uh, time for Sad Boy Richter. My favorite Richter. My favorite kind of Richter. Because this is, this is Richter uh, in this point in time, and this is also Richter now. Um, He really, like... He really tees up 
what ends up happening in Excalibur, which is yes. uh, he talks a lot about like how he had this connection to the earth, like he could move mountains. It was like breathing. And like he had like a spiritual connection to the earth and it's been severed because Richter got decimated. He's the only one on X Factor that got decimated. Right. Uh, everybody else still has their powers. And like also Shatterstar pretty much just came back. Shatterstar recently had, came back. Like they had an on-panel kiss like a couple months before this. That is the so it's, first. It's like really recent. Yeah, that was the very first on-panel kiss between two male superheroes in, I don't know if it's in in either Marvel or DC, but it is definitely in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Definitely in Marvel. That was the first one. Um, so, also, I should mention, this comic is exponentially gayer than any comic Marvel's, Marvel had written or produced up until this point. Yeah, Mostly because... because there are two different gay couples that are actively in relationships with each other on good terms, and none of them die. Yeah. Like, they, and they obviously care about each other. Like, Richter and Shatterstar don't kiss in this comic, but, like, teenage Jesse understood yes. that they were a couple. Oh, oh, like, it's, it's so... It's so obvious. Like... They touch each other's face and talk about how much they care about each other. It's, like, really clear. Yeah, when Richter says that line you were talking about earlier, uh, the My Connection to the Earth line... Shatterstar has one hand on Richter's arm and the other is in his hair. Yeah. It's it's the they're dating. Yes. They <laughs> and they are, <laughs> like they are at this point and um this is I don't know if this is before or after Rain tells Rain tries Rain. to get uh get Richter to think that uh, she's pregnant with his baby. My God, Rain is the fucking worst. <sighs> oh, oh, poor Miss I can never, I can never look at her the same after reading that Academy X plot. Oh, with her in Elixir. Out with Elixir, it's so gross. It's yep. so bad. I hate it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, Richter volunteers to so do this. Even Wanda... though even though they bring up the whole like, hey, BT dubs, once upon a time Quicksilver came and was like, We can repower mutants using Terrigen crystals, and uh, the mutants exploded. Yeah. So and I think Richter was record. Richter did take his powers back for a little bit with that. Yeah, I think and then something like not good happened. The way that they talk about it, it heavily implies because they were like, Right, Richter, you remember and he's like, Yeah, it didn't go well. Um, um, so, so they're Wanda, all really jumpy about it, but Richter's right. like, "No, I want my powers back. I can't live like this. I don't give a shit if I die." Listen, top tier sad boy Richter. He's <laughs> got to be a little suicidal at all times. He says, "Uh, he says." So Wanda gives him his powers back, and then the building starts to rock because Richter's powers are over the Earth, and they think that she's just fucked everything up and made it worse. I didn't notice this before. Shatterstar is like drawing a weapon. Shatterstar is about to stab her. He's literally because well, first he yells Richter, and then he's literally like, like he he's like, "You killed my boyfriend. I'm gonna fucking yeah. kill you." And Richter's like, "No, no, 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 no. It's good. That was me. I did that." Like star, star. It's okay. Yeah, Gav, look at me. Uh, it's. And then he's happy. He smiles. Richter smiles. This that one doesn't happen of, that often. No, it does, this does not. Uh, this is this, the happiest Richter has ever looked and will ever look again. 
This one panel of Richter, he looks like Gambit, by the way. He, well, because Richter never smiles. Yeah, but also he's wearing like a brown jacket and a pink shirt. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> no, that's valid. That is, Those are Gambit colors. Speaking of, the X-Men show up. Oh, my goodness, which is... Also, they tell Wanda how many mutants it was, and they're just like, a million mutants, and she's like, a million mutants? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, lady. That you, but yeah, I, the X-Men show up. Uh, they all have incredible costumes. This I gotta is, say, the costumes of this era, stellar. I love this rogue costume. This is her, like, legacy costume. Good. It's good. Um, but yeah, this I, this X-Men lineup rules. This is, And I love the Emma costume. It's a good Emma costume. Very her. Uh, so... Rogue, Colossus, Storm, Emma Frost, Iceman, Gambit, and Cyclops show up. Um, this Gambit costume rules. The the, the purple trim. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I love this whole thing. Also, I appreciate that Iceman is wearing tidy whities and nothing else. Because he's all ice at this point. But, like, yep. he does have clothing. Like, he's not a Ken doll. He's got <laughs> pants on. Or underpants, I guess. Short pants. Uh, Storm looks fucking cool. Storm looks uh, incredible. They're like, who looks good standing behind Cyclops? Uh, they look they look so cool. So like, so Wanda, what's the plan? She's like, I'm going to give the X-Men what they want. More mutants. And does it looking considerably less creepy and fucked than... Uh, than the first time. No, the Nightcrawler. <laughs> when he's like, we need to make more mutants. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I do. This this is the plot line that won't be resolved for eleven years. Yes. I literally wrote down, "Oh, Wanda, it will take you eleven years to fulfill your promise of giving the X Men more mutants." So I will say, if you just read Wanda straight through in her uh, X Men related appearances, not counting Uncanny Avengers, this is a consistent through line with her from this point in Children's Crusade. Till the trial of Magneto, it is. Yeah, she she does it in the Empire X Men tie-in, where she accidentally zombifies the mutant nation of Genosha because she's trying to bring them all back to life because she can't fix the decimation, so she's trying to bring the Genosian mutants back and she makes an island of zombies. Uh, see, like this is I love her characterization here and in Trial, but you did you read Uncanny Avengers? I did not, but I've listened to a lot of Cerebro episodes, and I think I get the gist. She is atrocious in that book. She is, like, constantly saying so much horrible shit to Rogue. Doesn't she call Rogue my father's whore? Yes! She, I think, <laughs> exclusively refers to Rogue as, quote, my father's whore, end quote. Rogue uh, does talk to Magneto in this comic in, like, a familiar way, which is fun. She's the only person who still calls him Magnus. Yeah. Uh, oh, so, great. so, uh, Richter's smiling again. Richter's like, I can't thank you enough. And she's like, you don't have to, or Madrox goes, you don't have to thank her. She's the one who took your powers away in the first place. She goes, Madrox is right, Richter. Like, never say that out loud. Don't ever say that out loud. And she's like, well, I just have to convince the X-Men to allow me to restore the other depowered mutants. Uh, <laughs> and Billy says, what, what would the X-Men have a problem with that? Have you ever met Scout Summers? <laughs> that is a valid answer. True. Uh, what they could do, though, instead... Oh, right, they don't They don't get the chance because the Avengers and the X-Men start fighting. Hmm, this will look real familiar soon. 
because uh, what they should do is Wanda should have stayed in the house. <laughs> Want, like yeah. X Factor guys and Beast should have come out and been like, "Hey, so here's hey, what's Scott. up." Yeah, they they like, should have just sent Hank out and Hank because if there's anybody Scott will listen to. You have a, you have a, your best shot is Hank McCoy. Of the people gathered here. Yes. Yes. There are other better candidates, but like, they're not here of, right other now. Other people here at this <laughs> present moment who know what's going on, you send Hank McCoy out there. Um, and so Scott and Magneto start arguing and, uh, he's, cause I Scott, do Scott love, comes, go ahead. I do love when Captain America like squares up against Cyclops. Just because, I don't know, like, the iconography of it, yeah. I've always just loved it. Every single time they have beef, and they just, like, stare each other down. It, I love it. Uh, and so, uh, Scott says, uh, The Scarlet Witch is responsible for the genocide of the mutant race and will be brought to justice. And Cap says, Yes, she will, but not today, and not by you. Whatever she's done, the Scarlet Witch is an Avenger, and we take care of our own. I am. I got to go back and check, but I think Scott says a similar thing to him in Schism about Choir. So this is once again in the peak. Marvel corporate wants us to hate Cyclops era, and but yet they can't make me hate him because it, he's, he's right. right. He's correct. Also, she the Avengers like want to kill Wanda. Yes. Like, like, Captain America's like, we take care of our own. Logan is standing right there, ready to murder Wanda. And, uh, On behalf of the mutants, even though Scott wants her to, like, he wants to bring her to justice, the X-Men are not talking about murdering her. They, he wants to lock her up in a cell on Utopia. Her. Yeah. Or, like, make her repent somehow. Right. They want uh, to do, basically, they want to do Krakow injustice, is yes. what they want to do. They want to throw her in they the They want to put her in the hole. Put her in the pit. Just don't have a hole yet. Sabretooth and Toad. Uh, oh, and, and Nanny and the Orphan Maker. Nanny and the Orphan Maker. If you had told me that I would give a shit about Nanny and the Orphan you Maker. you told me I'd give a, give a shit about fucking Grey Crow? My boy. <laughs> my boy. You think I would be invested in a him. romance between Grey Crow and Revanche? I wouldn't believe you. It's incredible. It's uh, so good. So Mag I bought a cable. I bought all issues of a cable title. <sighs> Shout out I to can't believe I, did that. I miss Kid Cable. He was fun. He was really fun. I liked him. Uh, so Magneto's like, gentlemen, this doesn't have to become a turf war. We can all work together with Wanda to ensure. And Scott goes off and he's like, stay out of this, Eric. <laughs> Incredible. He's like, Scott, listen. He's like, I trusted you. And I've nothing to I've done nothing to betray that trust. You used the Young Avengers to go after Wanda when I specifically asked you not to. He's like, you fucking, no, you didn't. What? Uh, no, he, oh, no, he did. Okay, so uh, in my, I'm, I've got like a physical trade. And in the end, I read this the other day. In the end, they have an excerpt. It is a backup story from an uncanny issue. I am double checking what issue number it is. But it's a backup story from an uncanny issue, and it sets up this. So it's before Magneto meets up with the Young Avengers. Uh, rebuilding from Uncanny X-Men number 526. Okay. Um, and it's and now a special bonus story, Rebuilding. And they're on Utopia, and it's like after the whole Kitty Pride bullet-saving thing. And Magneto's like healing up. And apparently, um, freaking 
what is it? Dr. Nemesis yeah. turns on the news and points at the Young Avengers and he's like, you know, the rumors say that they're your grandkids. And Magneto's like, what? <laughs> and Dr. Nemesis is like, yeah, I don't believe it, though. And Magneto, like, looks at the footage and he's like, they do kind of look like my kids. Uh, and then he talks to Scott and he's like, can you tell me things about the Young Avengers? And Scott's like, Magneto, no, no. And Magneto's like, don't worry, I'm not going to do it. And he's like, he using all his magnet powers to rebuild stuff on Utopia. And he uncovers this box that's like his, that was like destroyed or something. And it's got photos of his kids when they were like young. And he holds the photo up next to a photo of like a, like a, screenshot from the like the tv recording of billy and tommy and he looks at him and he like squints his eyes and that's the end of the <laughs> backup oh, story shit. so scott did absolutely tell him like eric don't do that no. and he's like, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna Is do that? it i'm not gonna do it i did it uh, like basically that and yeah. so richter oh. comes out so they all come out and richter is first and he goes Look, before you idiots kill each other and rob the world of even more mutants, you should know that she just gave me back my powers. And with our help, she's about to do the same for all the victims of M-Day. And Pietro runs up to Wanda and is like, they're going to kill you uh, when you give them what they want. So on my signal, when I give the signal, we're going to run. Are you ready? She's like, I'm not going to run. Again, because Wanda's whole thing is she's like, I am responsible. Let me fix it. Yep. And no one's letting her fix it. Yes. <laughs> like, she's literally like, I want to fix your problems. And they're all like, oh. And uh, the event, she's talking to Cap. And Scott uh, goes rogue on this one and just starts shooting at them. He's like, hey, you don't get, the Avengers don't get to negotiate on behalf of mutant kind. She's coming with us. The X-Men will hold her accountable for her crimes. And Magneto's like, what are you doing? You're acting like me. Get it together. <laughs> I do love that. He's literally just like, stop being me. It doesn't look good on you. And guess what? Scott does not stop being Magneto. Scott acts nope. like Magneto for the next five years. And then this is when Rogue is like, do as he asks, Magnus. You've worked too hard to become an X-Man. Do, do as he asks, Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were family now. Oh, it's so good. And anyway, this is basically just like a stupid reason for them to all fight. Yes. And they all do in this awesome two page spread in which I have to point out the funniest part of this fight is so Carol and Rogue are like in the background fighting like equally matched. And Carol says, easy, Rogue. And Rogue says, don't make me take these gloves off, Carol. <laughs> I swear to God, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. I did it once, I'll do it again. Uh, <laughs> it's incredible. I stole your life once, Carol. I'll steal it twice. I'll steal your whole fucking life, bitch. I'll steal your mind. Uh, Spider-Man goes, I'm not, I have to be honest, I'm not a big fan of those superheroes fighting each other. And uh, Wonder Man, who is under a psychic attack from Emma, is like, is just, he's like, Emma Frost is in my head. It's... <laughs> Peter goes, that can't be all bad. <laughs> so good. Storm, who has like two lines in this entire book, electrocutes Iron Man. He uh, says that's as close as you get, Iron Man. Luke Cage is fighting uh, Colossus in the background. It's so 
So. Which I think they also matched them up in Avengers vs. X-Men. Mm. Oh, also, Iceman is, like, bitch-slapping Pietro. <laughs> Uh, and so the fight goes up until Emma looks at Emma looks over at. I love this. Uh, Billy this is and peak Tommy. Emma. This is top tier Emma right here. And she says, "How would you two fine young mutants like to become X Men? All you have to do is come along with your auntie Emma." And they go, "Yes, auntie Emma." <laughs> <laughs> And Scarlet Witch comes out of nowhere and says, Auntie Emma, you might want to check with their mother first because I hear she can be a real bitch. And she just, like, just... Like, she puts Emma like, to sleep! Emma. Yeah, she makes her... She does that to everybody. She walks around, she's like, Nighty-night, nap time. Spider-Man and Gambit are fighting? And I just... I feel like... I'm going to push an agenda here for a second. If we are adding characters and making them sudden, if we can retroactively make Franklin Richards not a mutant, I want to retroactively make Peter Parker a mutant. Why not? I I would love for Peter Parker to hang out with the fucking Knights of X. Uh, (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Peter Parker and other... Because, like, the way I see it, in the 60s, it was, like, an established thing. Radioactivity activates mutant powers. It's what happens to Lorna. It's what happens to Alex. And Beast did it because, like, Beast was like that because his dad worked at, like, a nuclear power plant. Right. Magneto keeps trying to nuke everything because he thinks nuclear... uh, Fucking Sunfire! Oh, yeah. The Atomic Knight Sunfire! Yep. You can you can just retroactively decide like, oh yeah, that spider activated Peter's latent abilities. And yeah, I get that it's that a would radioactive make radioactive spider. It's a radioactive spider. His blood is radioactive now. He's a mutant. Peter Parker should be a mutant so that Peter Parker can hang out with Gambit. He's already hated and feared. Yeah, fuck it. Let him be let him be an honorary citizen of Krakoa. I don't know. Let Firestar give him <laughs> Give Peter her Krakoan citizenship. She doesn't want it. I think she won the election, and I'm so mad about it. Oh, it's... They haven't announced it yet, but she... They won't announce it till June. I know, she was in first place, like, the whole time, and there's a chance, there's a chance that our girl Monet got up there. I mean, I voted for Siren. I voted for Monet. And then... and then the tide started changing, and I used my other computers to vote for it. <laughs> so it was, I got a couple of votes in there. I, 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 would I like wanted to say, Siren to win, but then I saw the way the wind was blowing. I, I couldn't let Firestar be the winner. A vote for Monet is a vote for Black Love. Uh, or, at Monet. the very least, a weird Monet uh, sink Wolverine love triangle. Uh, and I personally oh. am here for it. Oh. <laughs> That's it was that. it's that I and I want that. her to hang out with Lorna again. Uh I want all of that. Listen, her and Lorna would be fun. <laughs> her and Lorna just being like caddy in the background. I'd love that. Yes, literally just like shows up fifteen minutes late with Starbucks. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like and where were you two? We were shopping. Unlike <laughs> you. Unlike you, Captain Krakoa, your outfit is tacky. Oh my god. 
<laughs> anyway. Oh, we are getting sidetracked. So. Uh, so they, Wanda teleports them back to Latveria. Uh, and she is immediately back in the arms of Doctor Doom. She's way into Doom here. He really likes him. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and this uh, is the time where Eli is now once again being like, "What have we done? We need somebody to be stupid here." And so that person is Eli Bradley. Because we've decided this book is the character assassination this, of Eli Bradley. Well, this is we need Eli to not be around because of this legal thing. So we need to make sure no one wants him around. We have to give him a reason to not be around, and we have to give a reason for people to not want him back for a while. Um, so we just decided and to make he him. never comes back, by the way. He might pop up every <laughs> once in a while, but like no one's clamoring for more Patriot right now. Right. Uh, he... Yeah, yeah. He... Wanda's like, look, Victor's the only one who can help us fix this. So, uh... So they do a retcon that I hate. So, they establish basically, like, okay, so something happened at some point because, Wanda, you used to just be, like, a witch, and then suddenly you had reality warping powers, and, like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Where'd you get that? And I much more like the explanation they always went with, which was just, like, she was not tapping into her true potential, and through grief, she did. Um, I like that a lot better. Then this. I don't like this. I don't like this weird retcon, which is basically one day when Wanda was really sad, she wanted to bring her twins back. So she went to Doom. She was like, Doom, you're a really good sorcerer. Can you fucking help me? And he's like, I guess. Sure. What's in it for me? And they tap into like the life force and Wanda absorbs it. Can't bring her kids back and goes crazy with the life force. And that's how she had enough power to do all that shit, and then make M-Day and do the No More Mutants thing. And she's had the life force energy inside her ever since. And I hate this. I hate it. It should just be Wanda's magic. It should just be Wanda. Right. This feels like they wanted to tie Doom to her more. Well, this feels like they wanted to blame Doom. Yes. Because they do. Later. This entire book is literally like, no Wiccan... Wanda did it. And then, spoiler alert, in the last issue, there's gonna be a line where Doom is literally like, no, Wiccan's right, I did it, bye. Yeah. <laughs> fucking leave. And it's, they're setting this up all, because they're trying to, they're trying to do, they're trying to do the, like, the Phoenix retcon, like the, it was, the a, fe- it was, it was never Jean. Jean. Right? Yeah. Yeah, she was in the bottom of Jamaica Bay. They're trying to do the exact same thing. This is a life force power that was never Wanda, that she couldn't control that did the no more it you know what this is literally the phoenix this is the fucking phoenix yeah which ties back into avx yes and they're just they're trying to make sure that wanda's a usable character at the end of this and i wholeheartedly disagree because i think she's a much more interesting character if she actually did it yes and has the power to do it again yeah and has to learn how to control that and come to grips with the with it and people have to learn to trust her because they know that she can do it again. They just have to trust that she's not gonna. Yeah. So and Doom... I hate this retcon. This retcon's bullshit. Yes, it is. Uh, it's it's really dumb. Uh, but you know, we got we have to rehab this character. Um, yeah. Wanda asks Doom like, "Why did you never tell me after all that time we spent together?" He's like, "I had no intention of telling you because I couldn't risk losing you." 
And Wiccan's like, yeah, or her power. It's like, yeah, yeah, that was true in the beginning. But then... I just spent more time with her. Have you met her? She's fucking hot. She's one, like, super hot. Two, like a genuine, genuine delight. Oh uh, my goodness. And he's like, look, we can learn how to control it and fix all of this. And then I need you to take that power. I need you to cut me off from it once we're done. And Eli right away goes... I'm sorry, he's Dr. Toom. You're not going to believe him, right? You think you just give all that power back? No, he's going to keep it. And then we'll all be living in the world of D, which is short for, the world, which is short for Doom. Uh, and she's like, look. The world of D. The world of D. I'm pretty sure that's listen, a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Listen, this is the only time that Eli Bradley says anything that makes any goddamn sense in this attack. Yeah. <laughs> he's literally like... This is Doom. He's going to keep the power. Who do you think you're talking to? We can't like, trust him. This He's is, Dr. Doom. This is the most Doom thing that's ever happened. Yeah. And so... He does this constantly. He does this all... He did this in freaking the very first... Um, uh, oh my god. What was that freaking event? Secret Wars? He did it in the very first Secret Wars. And he did it literally earlier this past year with the last annihilation in the the ewing like the al ewing guardians of the galaxy comic literally mm. there too wiccan's even involved in that one too like he keeps doing, doing magic this. with people to accomplish a task and then stealing the leftover power like he does yeah. it every time and <laughs> eli is smart enough to recognize that uh and um and uh the they're like, well, we, Billy is going to use his powers as a safeguard. Uh, and she's like, "I." Billy's like, I don't have my powers. Doom took them. And he's like, no, 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 no. Check this out. No one can take away your powers. Uh, but I Not enchanted- even the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Which I feel like is once again teeing up the like, we're all really fucking scared of Wiccan. Yeah. And also, the, <laughs> it's weird. They, it feels like they've been teasing for a decade that Billy's going to one day become the Sorcerer Supreme. They do that literally all the time. There's like a, there's like a future, like possible future thing that's like a tie-in that's also in this trade that I have that I read, where like he's just point blank, like the replacement to Doctor Strange. He's just yes. is. He just wears Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange's costume. It's like a, one of those like fake alternate futures like they do with the Teen Titans all the time, mm-hmm. uh, where like, that like the one where like Tim is Batman but he shoots people in the face. That one, yeah. it's basically like that but the Young Avengers, which is hysterical because they do the plots at the same time. Like both of these comics at the same time are like we're the teen superhero book, and also we're future casting that we're gonna be like super evil and also our mentors. It was it was the style at the time. I love plots like that. I'm not complaining. Um, and so they're gonna have Billy kind of stand in the middle of the circle and act as like a like a conduit to make sure that Doom can't do that. Um. And so it's like, we're going to give the mutants back their powers. And Eli's like, well, we talked about this. You just can't do it in one fell swoop and risk ruining these people's lives all over again. I thought you were going to give them... Yes. That you were going to give them the choice and let them decide their own futures. This is literally the thing that they resolve in uh, Trial of Magneto. Yes, they do. Yes, they do resolve that in the sense of, like, you can pick if you want your powers back, but... I hate the way he words it of and ruin their lives all over again, because the way he says it is that it's implied that 
if you gave every single mutant back their power, it would ruin the vast majority of their lives. And <laughs> I'm literally just like, buddy, you're not a mutant. You don't get to say shit like that. Yeah, right. You don't get you don't get to decide that it would ruin their lives, Eli. Uh, like, I do agree with that last sentence of like they should be consenting to this because everyone should be able to consent to things about their own body. Fine, make that point. But don't also throw in like you're gonna ruin all their lives by giving their powers back. It's like no, you ruined their lives by taking their powers away. Like Jubilee is like a vampire at this point. Like I think she would like to have her yeah. powers back. Yeah, like if anyone who reads the Academy X issue where Emma Frost is running around desperately trying to save children, like bleeding out of her eyes because she can't use her powers enough to stop these kids from dying. Anyone who reads that cannot read this and then think like, oh yeah, that tracks. <laughs> Getting their powers back would be such a tragedy. It's, it really is like they think that people who read Avengers books don't read X-Men books and vice versa, which is that largely is true. <laughs> true. I read Young Avengers books right. and X-Men books. I'm not And anything up. that Hawkeye is in. I, I'm which means that I have Avengers read books. West Coast Avengers. Like, but that also contains Quentin Quire, which is hysterical. Like, I read part of All New All Different Avengers because I wanted to read Miles' content. Uh, and I, I, read, re I read the new Avengers that had Wiccan and Hulkling and also Sunspot and Cannonball in it. Right. That's, that's secret, a great new That's event. secretly an X-Men book. It is basically an X-Men book. Isn't that it's written incredible. by Jonathan Hickman? No, it's written by Ewing. Oh, okay. It's Al Ewing, um, which is incredible because like I, I love Al Listen, Al Ewing's best subgenre of comic books is writing about gays in space. He does it all the time. It's incredible. It's his number one thing that he's good at. His creator-owned book is about gays in space, Guardians of the Galaxy, anything that has Wiccan and Hulkling in space, Empire... Last Annihilation, everything is gaze in space. It's so good. <laughs> the man has his fastball. Uh, Listen, keep doing it. It's good. I will pay good money for it. He's going to be writing X-Men Red. Sunspot's oh, in that. I'm so excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hey, we put Sunspot on Mars. Hell yes. <laughs> but Sunspot on Mars, Storm is there. Like, mm, it's going to be good. Uh, so they start the spell, and... Eli is like, well, we can't let this happen. And it's like, fucking, why not? <laughs> everyone disagrees with him. At, literally, literally, everyone is out No like one that. is wants him to do this. Eli so he takes Kate's bow. He just steals it. Yeah, he grabs he Kate's grabs bow and an incendiary arrow. And, and he tries to shoot Doom, but he's a shitty archer. And hits Wanda dead on. The whole spell explodes. He's like, oh my god. Wanda reveals the power's gone, but I didn't complete the spell. I can never again return the mutant's power. This is their answer for why they can't undo M-Day when it, Wanda comes back. They did this whole setup because they needed an answer for why they can't just give all the mutants back their powers. Because corporate doesn't want to give all the mutants back their powers. And this because is why we still fucking don't... Eli Bradley shot her in the stomach with an incendiary arrow. And because of him, we have 11 more years of the decimation. <laughs> because, let's see, X-Men First Class was still in production at this point. Yep. Because that came out in 2011? I don't remember fully, but... But it is... It is... Uh, Essentially, because they Fox is still using the rights 
so they're not going to default mm-hmm. back to Marvel. So they're like, fuck it, fuck the X-Men, uh, we're done with these guys. Yep. So Patriot is the reason... The is the reason why the decimation continues. persists for another decade. Sorry, nine more years of decimation, because technically decimation ends when you can do the Crucible and... Yeah. Have Apocalypse fucking smash your skull in, you can get your powers back. Um, and yeah, now Danny it's time. Yeah, run you through with a knife. Sexily run you through with a knife. Oh, man. Did just like just... Storm can sexily run you through with a knife, too. They should just let Danny. Both of those crucible fights were extremely gay. Yeah, Danny and Karma and uh, Storm and Calypso. Yeah, Storm and Calypso is so fucking gay. They should. They so really should Karma. just let Danny date uh, date Karma. I don't think let anybody it will happen. mind. Just... Give it to me. Also, give me Rachel Summers give... and Captain Britain. Give me that shit. I need it. Oh, that's definitely happening. It's that's happening to the extent same. that Teeny Howard can do it. But that's Teeny Howard is gonna like sacrifice somebody's soul to make it happen, and I doubt it will be her own. Uh, anyway, also, the moment that I've been waiting for, yes, you texted me like three (laughs) days ago. You're like, hot Hot doom, hot doom, doom gets to be hot for one single issue of this comic, and he is like, he's got sparkles that show up around his face, he's glowing. He's got white robes. He's bathed in golden light. He's smiling. He's got a good head of hair. He's hot Doom. And he's like, Dr. Doom is dead. Victor Von Doom has been reborn, restored and transformed by the reality-altering power of the life force itself. And by you, Sparkles. So many sparkles. (laughs) These are hand-drawn. And they're like, I shall make a, I shall make ours a planet free of poverty, disease, and war, peaceably governed by Victor Von Doom and his bride Wanda Maximoff. Together, there is nothing we cannot accomplish. And Patriot, Patriot, who just, just not ninety seconds before this was like, we can't let Doctor Doom. D- Give all the mutants their powers back without asking them first. Is now pleading. Begging. On the page. Dr. Doom. Says, please, I'm begging you. Can you give the mutants their powers back? Eli. Elijah. Brother Brett. Buddy. (laughs) Friend. What were they trying to do before you so rudely interrupted them? With an arrow? An incendiary arrow, too. That set Wanda on fire? What were they trying to do, Mr. Bradley? And Doom now reveals that he can't undo a spell that someone else cast. Right. Which is what he says. It's it's like a thousand percent possible that he's lying. But like, to be honest, I kind of believe that he's telling the truth. And it's just a very convenient truth. Yes. And he's like... I assure you, the mutants will lack for nothing in the new world. They will have everything they need, everything they desire. And Kate's like, except their freedom, a benevolent dictator is still a dictator. And Wanda's, I think what Kate is trying to say is that Kate says, Kate said what she was trying to say. I love Kate. So I love much. that Kate's been wearing these sunglasses this whole time. Listen, this is a look. She, Kate is wearing the most, like, 2000s superhero costume ever. It's a belly shirt. One sleeve. Like, way 
one sleeve and the hysteria like yeah one sleeve uh the purple which i like she's got a scarf for no reason like one of those thin scarves it's white yeah. from like the early 2000s that like doesn't actually cover anything it's purely for fashion and she's got tinted purple sunglasses on and it is it's incredible they are inside listen costumes. i love her hawkeye costume a lot more when she like gets to like the fraction aha woo run of hawkeye yeah. um with like the circle cutouts love that way more but like this for like an early for not early for, for like a 2000s era look top tier yeah uh love it and she's like victor the no how uh the point is no matter how noble your intentions are this power will corrupt you and she he's like yeah, yeah, yeah but you're too gentle a soul i'm dr doom there is so much fucking sexism in this one specific issue of doom basically always saying like no wonder you couldn't handle it yeah but he always I frames it as weak. he frames it as you're too gentle a soul <laughs> yeah he's literally like but me big strong man yeah me i'll be fine me doom uh it's like, listen, even so, the nations of the world won't simply accept you as their ruler. He says, "How once I've proven myself, they will choose me. Perhaps, but the Avengers and the X-Men won't. And the Avengers and the X-Men aren't a threat. They're going to kill themselves. It's fine. Um, and she's like, Victor, you are dealing with forces. Oh, no, he, he asks her to marry him again. Mm-hmm. Uh and she says, yes, if you if you rid yourself of this power and put it back where it belongs. And he's like, okay, bet. And sends them right back to the lawn of Avengers Mansion. Where everyone's still asleep. Yep. Uh, Cassie tries to grab her dad. Iron Lad really wants to jump into the time stream. He, like, he, really wants to jump into the time stream. Yes. He's so excited. He's so excited to take Cassie into the time stream with him. Uh, and uh, he, she's like, Nathaniel, I can't thank you enough for bringing my dad back for saving us. Oh, yeah, because what happens first is that he's like, we can go back to to back in time and beat Doom. And she, uh, he's like, the Vision's like, you sound like Kang the Conqueror. And Cassie cuts him off and is like, I can't thank you enough for saving my dad, for saving me. But my place and my time is here with my friends and my dad and the Vision. We're the young Avengers. We can't just leave the Avengers and the X-Men to take on Doom by themselves. We have an obligation to them. And uh, Wanda's like, yeah, 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 you should go with him, though. That's the smart thing to do. You're the best hope for the future, so you should go there until you can figure it out. And Eli's tries like, well, to play the blame game on themselves. Yeah, Eli's like, well, it's my fault. It's like, yeah, it is. It really is, um, which is hysterical because Wanda's like, Eli, this is not your fight, and it's certainly not your fault. And um, no, no, it is. No, it's it's, it's his fault. Listen, the original <laughs> sin is your fault, Wanda, but, but the second but sin. But this is his. new problem is <laughs> all him. Um, and then Billy says, if anyone deserves the blame, it's me. And Teddy's <laughs> like, oh, don't you start. <laughs> Listen, this is a consistent character beat with Billy. This is, poor kid is, is con- Everything's his fault. Literally always. And listen, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. But a lot of time it's not. And he's basically like, no, everything's my fault. And the, every single time Hulkling's always like, you fucking idiot. It's not your fault. I love you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> This is one of those times. Yeah. Uh, and then Emma 
Emma uses the same thing that Wanda used on her and put her to sleep. Yep. And she says, uh, Dr. Doom is the least of your problems because now you've upset Emma Frost. And yes, the fact that I'm angry enough to be talking about myself in the third person should terrify you. So I know Connor says this on Cerebro all the time, and it's absolutely how I read Emma now. Uh, when she gets mad, the, the Boston accent Boston comes back. Accent. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's a now that's you've perfect up, for that. Now you've upset Emma Frost. <laughs> Uh, and so she oh reads em- She reads Wanda's mind and is like, Scott, it's all true. Wanda can't fix mutant kind. They fucked it up. And Doom has all this power. And Magneto very so sad. Magneto very quickly tries to make it, it tries to uh, pass the buck to Doom. <laughs> and like, Scott is having none of Scott it. Scott said, no, 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 no. She said it's her fault. She admitted the guilt. And then Billy, or Billy and Tommy, give a speech. Like, Tommy's like, are you going to put her in jail? Are you going to torture her, kill her? I agree with Tommy. Billy is out of line. Yeah, he's like, when you came here for the Scarlet Witch, what were you planning to do with her? Put her on trial for crime she's already confessed to? For killing three people who are now alive? But for turning a million mutants into human beings? And Scott's like, no, dude, mutants died because of this. Yeah. Which, I, when I say I agree with Tommy, I agree with him more from the perspective of, like, okay, you say bring her to justice, what do you, what what do you, you mean? What does what that mean? Plan? Like, yes. Like, what, you, you take her, like, have a plan, please. And so I agree with him on that front. I disagree with him with, like, you just turned him into human beings, like, no. No, 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 people died. Once again, not people how that died. And then, um, <laughs> Billy does this moving speech, and... The problem, he, he basically makes the point that every single person involved with everything super heroic has all done bad things before. And we've forgiven criminals and we've forgiven, forgiven like terrorists and supervillains and everything like that. It was before. like Magneto um, killed thousands and you made him an X-Man, which true. Uh, he, he then brings up uh, Miss Frost was the queen of the Hellfire Club and a murderer. Love that he calls her Miss Frost. Rogue was a terrorist for the Brotherhood of Mutants. Gambit was a member of the Thieves Guild. Right, I want to I want to pause Guild. that there. What's so wrong about Thieves Guild? <laughs> he just used to steal shit. He wasn't killing people. Right. right. So th- that's where I'm going with this. Is that uh, Billy is not bringing up comparable crimes. What? Uh, Magneto, Magneto killing thousands of people. Usually soldiers is definitely bad, but it's not the same thing as genocide. Uh, some X-Men and Avengers people being villains before they switch side. Not the same as genocide. Uh, stealing things from people. Not genocide. Not even, Being a not even criminal, in the same ballpark. Not genocide. So, like, he spends this entire thing. He's just like, don't we all want to have, like, grace and, like, understanding when we do bad things? Don't we want our friends to have our backs? And I'm like, but it was genocide. This was... Bill... <laughs> <laughs> this is a not a million mutants. A million. Nobody else here has even killed a million people. Magneto certainly tried, but like it's like th- this whole thing especially doesn't make sense when three of the people on this page are Colossus, Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones. Yeah. 
Oh, because he's because he's saying, how many times have you been possessed by an evil spirit? I think that's fair for Jessica Jones. It's less fair uh, for Luke. Luke, yeah. speci- Luke has a thunderbolt thing uh, that specifically makes him invulnerable to mind control. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's also, it's fair for Wolverine, too, who's also on that page. But I mean, like, the middle page, where they're talking about, like, how many of you all started out on the wrong side of the law, and they show Kate and Cassie. And which Wonder doesn't make Man. any fucking sense. Which just, oh, I don't know anything about Wonder Woman, so, like, I don't know what it's doing. And like, Shatterstar. Like, Kate and Cassie never, like, okay, Hawkeye, like, Clint in that panel is the only one who started out on the wrong side of the law. Yeah. Like, um... Anyway, the whole thing is that Billy keeps trying to blame the life force. Like, it was the life force that made her crazy. And I'm just like, buddy. Yeah, his whole arc here is, she's my mom. She can't be, she can't hurt people. Listen, your mom, she can be your mom and she can be evil at the same time. She she was having a bad time. It happens. (laughs) Uh, Dr. Doom shows up. He's like, we should handle these things with compassion and forgiveness. He is so sparkly. He is he is completely glowing at this point. He's all sparkles. He's like, be, have no fear. I intend to use the power to heal. And uh, Scott says, can you heal the mutant race? He says, I can do anything, Mr. Summers. I can make the blind see. I can cure the afflicted. Which involves, is a weird thing to do because he turns Beast's mutation off. He does. Um, he does. He and has, he also turns uh, Cyclops's. Like his his visor breaks and you see his eyes. Yeah, and they're not second. they're not black and red. They're red. Oh yeah, they no, but red. you know how like sometimes his eyes are like that oh, weird, like Gambit style. Yeah, his eyes are like Gambit sometimes. Uh, weird. And he says, "I can raise the dead," and he shows uh, some people, and those people are Jean Grey, Banshee. Captain Marvel, the the original, yeah, uh, the Wasp, Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler, who I forgot was dead at this point, and yep. Thunderbird. Literally minus Captain Marvel, every single one of these people is alive right now. <laughs> They're all back. Thunderbird, except Captain Marvel. Thunderbird is the really funny one because like the only people present who even know who that is. Are Scott, Logan, and Aurora. Well, he's talking to Scott, and that was Scott's, like, biggest failure well, early right. on. Be- like, he big- does have that awesome issue where, like, as Jay and Miles put it, the angry Claremontian narrator is talking to Scott Summers and just like, can you handle this? Can you? Can yeah. you? And he yells back, no, and then he destroys the care, and then, like, a demon comes out. Anyway, why do they have a care on the grounds of Xavier Mansion? Who the fuck knows? I'm sure Chris Claremont knows, but, like, who else? No one. Uh, and, uh, but, then they go, he's like, all you have to do is accept these gifts. And Scott's like, you mean surrender? And he's like, you may resist if you wish, if your pride demands it, but you won't win. Even if the power of the beyond, even the power of the beyonder was nothing compared to that of the life force. The beyonder, who once killed, uh, everyone. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, and then Doom gets real big and they make a secret war joke. I guess this time it's a not so secret war. <laughs> uh, 
Because uh, he does it again! Doom stole power and he got real big and he wants to squish all the Avengers and the X-Men teaming up. This is the second time this has happened! It's really funny looking at, like, who's on page. Because it's like, all these people making moves to attack him and Shatterstar just looking at him. <laughs> like, thank you, Gav. Very helpful. My goodness. And, um... So then... We don't actually get to see this fight that much, like, because then it immediately cuts to looking at, like, the Young Avengers talking. Yeah. And um, Cassie is basically like, I can get real big and I can fight Doom. And her dad, Ant-Man's just like, no, 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 no. And same with uh, Vision and um, Iron Lad. They're also like, mm, Cassie, maybe not. She's yeah, like, but like, I'm, I can be big. And, and so go for it. Scott's big idea is, I'm gonna go... He does the thing that everyone joked about them doing to Thanos. He's he's like, I need to get in his head and then get out before he can attack, you know, can do anything about it. And he notices Scott on his way out and just... Squishes him like a bug. <laughs> Totally squashes him. And Cassie is so upset by this, she grows real big, real fast, and fucking clocks Doom across the face. It is incredible. The panel of her punching Doom is wonderful. It has a really good sense of scale, too. Yeah. Like, you really get that, like, she she's is still big in the process and of she's mad. Right. Yeah, and she's, like, actively getting bigger, and that's, like, propelling her forward as she punches him in the face. And yells, you killed my father! And Doom says, hey, I can do the same thing to you. Blat! And he lasers her. Um, we will find out in a couple seconds. To death. Yes. It's a, Rest in peace, Cassie Lang. You're fucking dead for like a decade. No, she's only gone for... I think she comes back in like 2016? Oh, that's sooner than I thought. Yeah, but yeah. See you at the crossroads. Uh... She definitely comes back after the upcoming or the the young avengers series that's after this one after that's over like she's not in that at all yeah like she's still dead for the whole of that and so yeah yeah poor one this is the first time a young avenger has died yeah it will not be the last but it is the first uh wanda and oh yeah because the plan was for wanda and billy to while he's distracted uh, use their magic and try to steal the life force back. Steal the life force back, yeah. And he's um, Wanda has this really great moment with Billy where she's like, "I need you to promise you'll do what I say." He says that depends on what you're about to say. It's like once the portal is open, I need you to get as far from me as you can because with magic there is always a price to be paid, and if anyone pays, it must be me. I have taken people's lives; it is only right that I should forfeit mine. Please, Billy. Just try to let me let me try to be a decent mother this one time. And uh, she says, "He's like, I'm not losing you again." She's like, "Just remember that I love you, and when I say the word, run." And so the portal opens up, and Doom is like, "Ah, you've given me more power, more illumination, more white light flooding my soul, making my mind one with the Creator's, burning away my sins, my imperfections." And he's just, it's totally burning him up from the inside. And then... Doom. 
in peace, hot doom. Yep, we are back to regular fucked up doom. 2010 to 2010. <laughs> See you at the crossroads, crossroads. Uh, and <laughs> One issue of hot doom. One single <laughs> issue. That's all we get. Oh my god. And the uh, and then Doom goes, yeah, that was everything was all me. He says she's he tries uh Wanda runs over to try and heal him and he's like, Get away from me, woman. You are nothing. A Nexus creature, a conduit to power, that's all you are. That's all you've ever been. You think you were powerful enough to destroy the Avengers and rid the world of its mutants? That was me. That was Doom. Bullshit. Yep. Ugh. They're trying to save Wanda. They're trying to they're trying to rehabilitate the character to put her in a place where they can use her again. And I don't think they needed to do this to get her to that spot. Because I also completely forgot that this is how this ended. Like yeah. I forgot that Doom would took like took responsibility for this. So for the entirety of the time that like I've remembered this story for the past years, I always just thought that like they found Wanda and she's like, Yeah, I fucking did it. I mean, yeah. Doom took away my ability to fix it, but like I fucking did it. And that's how I've been picturing the story. And I thought it was a good arc. So why? Why? It's it's really like a flat way for that thread to get resolved. Uh, so Doom leaves and then prize Ant-Man's alive. But however, his baby girl is not. Which is like deeply tragic. It's and it really makes me upsetting. think remember the the good moment of him being like my daughter is a superhero. Yeah, yeah, lasted for like an hour in in like in comic time. They got yeah. to hang out together for like an hour at most. Yeah, and he's he is sobbing. He's like, it should have been me. This was supposed to be me, not her. And Iron Lad it's is a like, really sad panel. It's a really he's, sad he panel. He is weeping. Jim Chung put his whole hand into this. Yeah, this is up there with like the Listen, I love I love sad like a superhero has died or is dying and like a loved one is holding them and crying about it. Like mm-hmm. I love panels like that. There's a bunch of them, but usually the ones that, like get me. A, usually they involve teen superheroes. And B, there's like not a lot of them that like actually make me misty-eyed. I almost cried reading this like yeah. yesterday. But I was, I was reading this, I was just like he just loves his daughter so much. I got like 3 issues into this and I remembered. Oh shit, this is the story where Cassie dies. Yep. See, the death I forgot about yeah. <laughs> until 2 pages from Yeah, now. I also forgot about that. <laughs> that one came out of nowhere. I was like, yeah, whatever to that vision yeah uh so they explain to scott what happened and iron lad goes well we can take her into the time stream right now again this is always his solution this is his solution every time uh you and i you and i can take her into the future and find a doctor who can help her and she is already dead she is gone and cap captain america is like look i see what you're trying to do but he's like i can save her i can bring her back you just have to trust me and is Everyone's I know how, like we do not trust you. Yeah, and Vision is like, you will do nothing. Cassie is gone, Iron Lad. You must leave her in peace with her father. He's like, you mean I should leave her with you? You are nothing. Like he just starts, he starts screaming at him, and he's like, you are nothing but a machine, a machine with my brain patterns. If Cassie had any love for you, it's because you were a carbon copy of me. 
Envision says, you the, behave- other, the other Young Avengers try to stop him. Yes. Yes, Speed is like trying to dive on him and doing nothing. And he says, oh. uh, if Ka- he says, your behavior at this moment disproves that theory. And it, I, you wouldn't even exist if I hadn't programmed you, if I hadn't built you. And he's like, I know that. He's like, then know this. I can take you apart just as easily and just roast him alive. Murders the vision. And very dead. Yeah. Kate's like, you killed him. He's like, well, you can't kill something that was never alive to begin with. She's like, Nathaniel, like, fix him right now. She's like, you fix him if you want. I'm leaving and I'm taking Cassie with me. And Cap looks at him and says, no, son, you're not. <laughs> no, I don't think you will. And then Nathaniel goes, I'm trying to save her life. You're the ones who killed her. The way you went after the Scarlet Witch. The way you went after Wiccan. And like, listen, this is the one time where this is not the Avengers' fault. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of in the right here. Uh, why are you defending? And yeah, Billy's like, that's none of that is true. <laughs> and you know it. Yeah. He's like, why and are you Billy's defending them? Then pointing out, he's like, Nathaniel, don't you see? This is the moment. If you run away to the past and start changing the future, this is the moment you become Kang the Conqueror. He's like, and you're... Iron Lad is like, I won't be Kang the Conqueror. I'm going to be better than Kang the Conqueror. And he leaves. It's like, you, you know how this story ends for you, Nate. You go we met him. Future. We killed him. We, we killed you, him. Yes. This ends with you killing you. And we helped. And uh, Colossus asks, I think this is the only time Colossus speaks. He says, should we go after him? I'm like, no, it's not him you want. It's me. And it's really sad here that Wanda is holding the head of Team Vision. Yes. And just like looking at him. Because once again, they're not officially divorced. That is her husband. Like, that's her husband! And, I mean, she didn't speak to him literally the entire book. Like, yeah. they don't exchange words. So, it's not remarked upon. But also, like, she's... That's sad. And in the background, uh, Cassie is still dead, obviously. Eyes open. Head lolling. Like, Oh, my God. I didn't notice her, her eyes are open. Her eyes are absolutely oh, open. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, it's painful. It's painful. So you know who the two you, before you uh you pointed out that everyone but Cyclops is willing to blame Doom here. Yeah. Uh, because Billy, Tommy, and Wanda are like, look, this is our fault. And Magneto's like, Doom. Magneto and Pietro are like, oh, Doom admitted that it was his fault. And <laughs> Cyclops and Wolverine are like, uh, nah, <laughs> nah, I don't think so. <laughs> Um, and then Cyclops makes the best point of the entire book. The whole, the whole thing. Cyclops is so fucking, on this one page, Cyclops is right. And he says, even in the unlikely event that Doom was telling the truth, and the Scarlet Witch was possessed by a force she couldn't control, doesn't change the fact that she destroyed lives. And for that, there is no punishment severe enough. But the children were right. There is no justice to be had. Even her death would accomplish nothing. Better she should spend what's left of her life trying to make up for what she's done, knowing it will never be enough, knowing she will never be forgiven, knowing I will end her life myself when it happens again, because it will happen again. And this, I can't believe that Marvel failed so badly at making us hate Scott Summers. They, <laughs> they so wanted sensible. you to... 
thing I read all book. Literally, it, he's like, listen, I don't care whose fault it was that she got the power. She still fucked it up. She did it. She cast yeah. the spell. Ultimately, it's on her hands. And think about what this means what coming from the man who was married to the phoenix. Yes. Yeah. Literally. Like, oof. And, but also, I love the punishment that they give, which is quite literally like, we don't forgive you. You yeah. will never be enough. You have ruined us, and you know it, and you will know it until your dying day. And if I have to kill you, I will. And then we're leaving. Rogue, and, we're leaving. Yeah, Rogue's like, he'll come around. They all will. It's like, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, keep one thing in mind that I think is very pertinent. The thing that allows Wanda to fix this is her dying. Oh. <laughs> it's, oh, shit. <laughs> Wanda Spend dies in trial and comes back, life. and that's how she's able to cast the spell. With Better she should spend what's left of her life trying to make up for what she's done, knowing it will never be enough. <gasps> She this... does have to die before she can give them more mutants. Which, mm -hmm. spoiler for Trial of Magneto ending. Three, two, one. Uh, she not only, like, well, she doesn't repower all of the decimated mutants. She basically gives them, like, the option. more mutant backups. She gives them two things. She gives First of all, she gives them more mutant backups. She, through manipulating time somehow, gets a record of every mutant that has ever lived. No matter if they were alive before Cerebro started doing backups, which is how or they Or everyone uh, who... It's also, I think, everyone Everyone who, who would grow up... Who would have been a mutant. ...if they died before him. Which right. includes... Includes the the AIDS baby that Northstar adopted yes, for one issue includes, when he came out. Yes, Northstar's <laughs> daughter. And also... Northstar's daughter. Also includes uh, John Proudstar. Yeah, it does. So that's how he can come back... And the other thing that Wanda gives them is they give them an alternate to the Crucible, which is really good, because that was like, they, they made a good point in Way of X. That's really fucking violent. And yeah, uh, we, if the only people who get their powers back are the people willing to go through a blood sport, like, maybe that's not the yeah. vibe we want. So instead, she gave them literally just like a door that's yeah. like, hey, if you want to, if you want to be reborn, like, this is kind of like dying, but you're not going to feel it. And it's not going to be bad, and it's your choice, and you can walk in, or you, you don't have to. You don't and... have to ask your best friend slash lover? Uh, <laughs> to stab you to in the heart. To stab you in the heart. Karma? You don't need to do the trauma. You could just wake up one day and be like, you know what? I thought I was okay with being decimated, and I'm not. You could wake up at 3 in the morning and walk up the stairs, and boom, you're in the resurrection queue. Yeah, fucking didn't Melody, cool. didn't Arrow have to fight Apocalypse? Yeah, she did. What the fuck? Yes, she did. What the Apo fuck? And, listen, and Apocalypse gate Apocalypse would only kill his opponents if they tried hard enough. Yeah. They had to impress him. Jesus Christ. Richter, what do you see in him? <laughs> Richter's got issues. Richter uh, has so many fucking issues. Oh my god. But so, you're right. So she does spend the rest of her life trying to make up for it. Once again, creating 16 million zombies on the island of Genosha one time. <laughs> because she tried to bring them back to life. 
Also, the, the fact there are 16 million mutants on Genosha is insane. It is. It's not. That doesn't make any goddamn It's an sense, impossible like, number of people. It is an impossible number, but they kept saying it so many times that it's just stuck at this point. Listen, Jonathan Hickman put it in a data page. It's canon. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so the uh, Cap tries to offer her a chance to come back to the Avengers. And uh, he's like, you know, once you're an Avenger, you're always an Avenger. And she's like, that's not true. And Madrox chimes in, hey, don't kid yourself. The minute they find themselves in a magic war against Dormammu or Mephisto, you'll be back on the team. She is back on the team uh, the second the Phoenix shows up. <laughs> oh. And it's like, she's like, I'll be too busy, Jamie, doing everything I can to help the people whose lives I destroyed. You'd better, or Scott Summers won't be the only mutant who comes gunning for you. Uh, she cries Which is and wonder wild that she then is just such a bitch in in Uncanny Avengers. Uncanny what the Avengers. fuck did Rick Remender do to her? Oh, now she gets to have a touching moment with Wonder Man. Yeah, who kind of in a way is the, like the visions got Wonder Man's brain patterns. The vision yeah. that she was married to. So yeah. in a weird way, she was kind of married to Wonder Man. Yeah, and she's also had a relationship with him in the past. Yeah. Like they're yeah uh uh she hugs a bunch of people and uh magneto's like can we go places as a family can we like go to the south of france and just like hang out and quicksilver's like you want to go on a holiday what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck and Dad? she's like no i gotta figure my shit out and i have to be there for my sons because i've been absent from my sons for too long and i need to be a good mom yeah so she hugs her sons and then hugs scott lang next to cassie's corpse <laughs> Who is still on the ground. Still there. Still kind of warm. Uh, Vision is still on fire. Vision is still burning. <laughs> um, so, the Young Avengers are talking to each other. And they're like, what do we do? Well, we, we can repair Vision. How? What do you mean how? We've got backups of his hard drive. It's like, yeah, but we can't replace his body. So they ask Tony. So uh, Speed's like, well, we can just ask Tony Stark to build us a new vision with the old vision's memories, our vision. Uh, but, but then you have the Cerebro backup problem of we don't it, have a backup of him witnessing Cassie dying. So if we brought him back, we would have to, to tell explain him. Explain to him what happened to Cassie. And like, is that fair? Yeah. And Kate, Kate says he deserves, they both of them deserve to rest in peace uh cassie does not do that she is she comes back <laughs> uh and vision comes back like soon too but yeah but not this vision, vision. not, not yeah. their, this vision never comes back right this is the end of him uh and tommy says what do we just go on without them and eli's like i i won't be here uh i'm moving to scottsdale to live with my mom to deal with the fact that a million mutants could have gotten their powers back and I fucked it up. And to, uh, Tommy Teddy, tries to make him feel better. Yeah, Tommy Tommy's and Teddy like, try to never would have let it happen. Right. Tommy and Teddy try to talk him out of it, but he doesn't go for it. And uh and Kate's like, look, he just made up his mind, guys. And what, you're gonna let him go? And she's like what choice do I have? My best friend died. The Vision died. Iron Lad killed him on a mission I was supposed to be leading. I'm not like you guys. I have no powers, no ties to the Avengers, and no right to be doing this, so I'm done too. 
And Billy's like, I quit. Basically, the team breaks up. Everybody but Tommy. I wrote down in my notes, (laughs) Speed needs a therapist. Speed. And then immediately after that, I wrote, oh, God, no, Speed needs a family. And his family's falling apart right before his eyes. Right, yeah. Speed's family is... And we we do see, because he talks to uh, to Teddy, and he's like, I can't go out and do this by myself. And he's like... You can just have an actual life for once. Learn to slow down. Be a person. He's like, that sounds like it sucks. Um, I do love this like little glimpse at a friendship between Tommy and Teddy. I want to see more of this, to be completely yeah. honest. I want to see more of like them hanging out. Because like they should... like You're my brother's boyfriend. I should probably have some kind of relationship with you. Yeah. And also, it would be interesting from the perspective of, like, what's it like for Teddy to be talking to somebody who looks exactly like the love of your life, but is absolutely nothing like him. Right. And so we see Teddy and Tommy and Billy in their apartment watching the events of the two events that happened during this. Yeah. Which are Spider Island and Schism. Yeah. So, yeah. This canonically happened, like... Over the course of, like, a day or two. Right, but it came out One over night. the course of, no, like, a no. year and a half. Yeah, this takes place over the course of three days. Because it's daytime, and then they break out of Avengers Mansion at night, and then it's daytime in Transia, and they spend one night in a hotel, and then it's daytime when they're in Doom's Castle, and then it's one day. This is three yeah. days. <laughs> this whole comic is three days of chaos. But it came out from 2010 to 2012. It took so long for the story to finish. Yeah, because there were nine issues. Wait, to 2012? It took that That's, long? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's nine a, issues? How much did this thing get delayed? I got no clue. But first issue came out in 20, late 2010. This last issue came out in 2012. This, Wild. Because this, like I said, leads right into Avengers vs. X-Men. Yeah. So, uh, sad Billy times. Uh, angsty Wiccan. My favorite kind of Wiccan. Oh, Similar also, to, like, the Human Torch comes like, back. bad Richter. Yeah, Human Torch comes back. It's like Sad Richter for me. Angsty yeah. Wiccan and Sad Richter are both like in the similar genre of like, mm, they're great when they're suffering. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Billy looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, he looks like garbage. <laughs> and I mean like the art is very good at making him look like a trash goblin. Yeah. The art is well executed. He looks like shit. Yeah, and... uh. Teddy says, like, enough is enough. I've tried to be patient and supportive, but you need to talk to me or to Wanda or to someone right now. No, I take that back. You need to talk to me. And he's just like, uh, like, they talk about it. And he's like, I know that life is way too short for you to be sitting here wasting yours and mine. And Billy thinks for a second that. Bad boy. (laughs) That Teddy's about to break up with him. And, and Teddy gives the best response ever, which is, and give you yet another reason to sit in the dark doing nothing? Sorry, Kaplan, you're stuck with me. Till, <laughs> Till death. death do us part. And he, he, <laughs> Billy pauses and he goes, you just propose to me? Depends. You're gonna get off your ass and do something? And then the panel that got them banned in Brazil. <laughs> it's just them kissing. It's not even yes. crazy. <laughs> They're just kissing. Just, just a like regular 40. garden variety kiss. And then they are immediately interrupted it's, by Carol Danvers. Carol, you were on thin 
fucking ice is in the, on she site. She doesn't walk, come to the door. No, I gotta stand outside the window. And she's looking through the window. She can see that they're making out. They're having a moment. Like, she could have just knocked on the door later. and said, Tommy, get your brother. Like, or just like, wait, like a minute and then knock on the window. Wait till they're <laughs> done kissing. Don't interrupt them. Carol, what the yeah. fuck are you doing? But yeah, this is the first time that they've ever had an on-panel kiss. Ever. And at this point, based on the fact that you said that this issue came out in 2012, uh, these characters have existed since 2005. Yeah. Seven years of them being a couple the whole time. And not having an on-panel kiss until now. Yeah, this book came out in March. This all this book came out on my brother's 12th birthday. Wild. Yeah. It, like, that would be unfathomable for, like, literally any straight couple in comics. Yeah. Imagine if, like, two characters were, like, a couple and you didn't see them kiss for seven years. And they were canonically dating the entire time. It's bullshit. It's yeah. wild. For, for, for comparison's sake, the first time you see Tim Drake and Stephanie Brown kiss uh, is in 1994? Yeah, Somewhere but early. They weren't... It's... But... A, it's early. And B... They weren't they, even dating. Yeah, yes, they they <laughs> don't start dating until like issue fifty, and that's in like ninety eight. <laughs> yeah, but they kiss long before it. Yes, yeah, because uh, Tim escapes from or Stephanie rescues him from being buried in cement, and his first reaction is to kiss her. Just wonderful. Yeah, but uh, we are getting sidetracked. So we are at the end of this and coming up on four hours again. <laughs> I have been trying to push this along. It's not working. It's fine. We did it again. Whoops. Okay, two more pages. Two more pages. Two more pages. Uh, Cap, uh, Cap, and uh, the the Young Avengers go to Avengers Mansion, and they show them. They're they're like, look, you found the Scarlet Witch when we couldn't. You stopped Doctor Doom when we couldn't. You somehow managed to fuse our conflict with the X-Men. So we've asked you to know, we've asked you here to let you know that from this day forward, whether you're young Avengers or not, in our eyes, you are and always will be Avengers. And they unveil a statue of Cassie and Vision uh, behind the statue of Scott. And Scott's standing next to it, which is cute. Yeah. Aw. This is, this is very adorable, too. And I like the little final monologue from Wiccan. Yeah. Where he's just, just talking about, adorable. in the beginning, no one knew what to make of us. Seven superpowered Avengers fans who came together because the Avengers had fallen apart. Now there are four of us, and we've fallen apart. I have no idea what will happen to us, but maybe that's the point. That there are no guarantees. There are no happy endings, but you show up anyway. You don't give up. You never give up. Maybe that's what it takes to be a hero. The end. Oh, I can't believe we went for four hours again. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like us. Uh, shorter stories next time. Um, I forgot it was nine issues. Yeah, when we started doing this, I thought this was six, and it turns out that it's nine. Um, I just, but because I, I knew I had extra, I knew there was extra stuff in the trade, so I like looked at the trade on my shelf and I was like, "That looks like a reasonable size." Nope. Um, no. But look, it's a great story. Uh. The ending does kind of, like, the ending of the Scarlet Witch stuff does fall a little flat, but it serves its purpose, which is to bring back Wanda, a character they hadn't been using. Wanda's last appearance yeah. before this is in that new Avengers story that's retconned to being a Doombot that Clint Barton had sex with. I... Fucking funny. <laughs> I can't get over it. It's so funny. 
Oh my goodness. Clint Barton. But, I mean, yeah, they, they brought they brought Wanda back and like they also had a re- I mean, this is an awesome this is an awesome young Avengers book. There's like a lot of good character work in here. There's a lot of really cute stuff. Um as a teenager, I loved it. Like it it had it has good humor. It's witty when it needs to be. It's like epic and important when it needs to be. There's so many characters in this book. I cannot believe that this book, like art from an artistic perspective, exists because there are four entire superhero teams. Yes. In this book. Four. Like even All if you consider the, uh, consider X Factor an offshoot of the X Men, like the then that's three and a half. It's three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And in, a, I, in in an event book drawn by one person. Like right. penciled by one person. Jim like usually Chung's when you have crossovers, you have like a bunch the... of people. Yeah. He yeah, did well, all the... nine issues. Yeah, because like uh I mean that's probably why it took so long for this book to Actually, come out. Actually, yeah, that is probably why. That it was one guy doing all the and I think he also did some of the inking. Yeah, he's listed as one of the anchors. Uh there's a bunch of anchors, which typically. Yeah, of means course there that... are. Of but course, it, you yeah, got so... one person on pencils. And he yeah. had other commitments, I think, at the time. Of course, is it's you're doing this much. Yeah, uh, and it's beautiful. Like it, they he doesn't take shortcuts either. Like there are no issues where it's just like ah, the art's just okay. No, the art's always great. It's just incredible, the whole way through. Yeah. Ah, uh, I love this book. I love this book a lot. I love the Young Avengers. I want to reread the. Young Avengers Volume Two now, just because I'm like I'm like hyped up for it, and I want to I reread that. <laughs> Listen, right that's got more sad. It. It's got more sad boy Wiccan. I love that. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Uh, so thank you guys for again sticking with the two of us for damn near four <laughs> hours. Uh, next time we will definitely do something short. I promise. Uh, if you would like to follow the show on Twitter, that's at MCMF Pod. Follow me at Archer Arios, A-R-X-H-E-R-A-R-I-O-S. The X is a C. Please do not make me explain it. Uh, you can follow Jesse at Zahili. Yes. Uh, Z-A-H-E-E-L-E-E um, on Twitter, Instagram, all the other things. Yeah. Uh, and I, I can't figure out what the next couple episodes are going to be, but it'll be fun. I've got some stuff in the tank, as it were. Um, until then, until the next time, uh, take care, stay safe, and, uh, we'll catch you later.